And welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming. And joining me each and every week is my co-host, partner in crime, Sergeant McCluskey. What's going on, buddy? Good evening, all. You know, I, I, I thought about it. I was like, are we going to be dressing up this episode because Halloween's on Monday? <clears throat> but I was like, eh, no, not really. So I, I would I would have dressed up, but I don't have a costume because I've been looking around and just there's just nothing really that stands out that's it's worth a, it. That's all right. Uh, your t-shirt says I you know this is my costume. no but I like ha- I like I Halloween yeah. I like Halloween alright well those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is it's a weekly podcast that talks a few of and a two uh, a weekly podcast that talks a few stories from the past week top stories from the past week and we rant along the way from a Gen X Gen X point of view I'm okay I'm on I'm still on medication so I'm okay um, appreciate everyone coming out uh, how's everyone doing in chat in the world we're on facebook hello facebook if you're watching on facebook you're one of the few so welcome um you can watch us live every single week on twitch and facebook uh maybe soon on beam i don't know if my computer can handle it right now but um and then you can watch us after the fact on youtube and listen to us on itunes which i've been really bad on, on uploading which i'm doing so this week there's like six episodes coming out on itunes and there's two coming out on on youtube so uh, i'm getting back on that there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot. A lot of a little lot. things. A lot of little things that we're going to talk about. And we're going to try not, to... They're not so little, though. I know, but... They, they, they appear to be little. They're not little. There's a lot of stuff, though, and we need to, like, kind of move it along. You know what I mean? And not, and not get stuck on the... Uh, I'll try stuff. to behave. I'll save my hatred and ranting for later. So, I have to I have to share a story, right? I was going to do it on stream, but I'm going to do it right now, right? So, little 30 today, right? I'm... I'm I have injured injured knees, right? There's something wrong with my knees, so I, I really can't walk, right? So I'm laying on the couch, and then my son walks into the other part of the house, right? And I call him out, right? And then he comes back and, like, looks at me like, what? I'm good. I'm like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden he goes back, and I hear nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. And I'm and like, that's, that's, what, that's right. the worst part, right. when you hear nothing. So I hear nothing, right? And then all of a sudden he comes out, and he grabs a tissue next to the couch and he starts to wiping his foot. And I'm looking and I'm like, what is that? So I look at his foot and then I look at his leg and then I look at his shorts and then I look at his shirt and he's got red permanent marker all over him. I don't even know why you guys have that in the house, honestly, but right? we're going to move on. Right. So I have it because when I was a camera op, I used to use the red. He found the red permanent markers from my camera bag that's been in storage for like two years so i look at him and i'm like oh shit he ruined his clothes right but then he has a smile on his face and starts to run back to where he came from because he cleaned up his foot or at least he thought he did so i followed him i followed him to the room hobbling along 
I get to, we call it the Red Room, which is where I am right now. There's like a theater room and stuff like that. Uh, and I look, and it looks like a murder scene. He started coloring all over the rug. All over the rug. I mean, so now, bad news. To, to be honest, though, I think he's just trying to match the walls. I, that's what I said to him. I, he's a smart kid. I, I, I did say that. I was like, at least you <laughs> picked red, right? Because there was other colors. He picked red. The red matches the walls. Right. So the whole carpet has got lines like he's fucking Mozart. Or not Mozart. Uh, Van Gogh. Okay. Like all over the fucking thing. Hand sanitizer. And, right. So then I start, what, in the rug? No, she says put hand sanitizer and it. it helps get permanent oh, marker out. I don't care about his hands and stuff. He, no, no. The rug. Oh, the rug? I'll, I'll try that. It's a little late now. It's a little late now. It's had about seven hours to settle in. And I did wash it, but now it looks like a murder scene because the red just kind of bled into the, the rug more. Um, and while I'm on the, on the floor, on my knees, scrubbing as hard as I can with solutions and everything else, uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll be an artist one day. He's sitting there because I'm super pissed at him, right? He knows I'm mad. He's sitting right there watching me. And every time I'm doing something and he sees it like me cleaning it, at the end of the cleaning, he's like, I'm like, don't, don't you dare. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like smiling, but holding it back going, no, this is not funny. This is not. All right. So it was, it was, it was bad. It was absolutely bad. Should have asked earlier. Yeah. Cause that's the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, tally. I was like, you know what? I got permanent red marker in my thing. You know who should I go to? I should go to discord. I should go to the internet and ask my followers what gets red out of carpet in the moment by myself as I'm crippled, running around, trying to figure out how to fix it. So it was awesome. I just sent, I just sent a picture to my wife when she's at work. And I said, I'm going to kill your son. She replies, Christmas is canceled. And I said, okay. <laughs> so that was it. it was, it's, it's over now. It's a murder scene in my, in my theater room. Kind of goes with the theme, so it's all right. But that's what happened. That was my day. I thought I would share that. Um, so... Going on to gaming news, what have you been playing, if anything, other than, and you know what, if you have, if it's just Destiny, we'll, we'll go with whatever you've been playing, I'll go whatever I'm playing, and then we'll talk Destiny, go right into Destiny news, and then go into everything else, alright? So, what have you been I'm playing? Not pl I'm not playing Destiny. I, I played a little bit just to get that first treasure for the Phil's Phil of the Lost, but afterwards, I, it just, it's, it's, lo it's lost its luster for me. Like, it, it doesn't have... I know exactly what you mean. I just... So I went back and I'm playing Fallout 4 again. And uh, well, I don't mean again, like start it over. I mean, continuing to play Fallout 4. I just, for some reason, you can just find yourself busy in that game forever. Right. You can just do whatever you want in that game forever. Uh, between all the mods, I downloaded some new mods. Uh, one allows you to have dog meat and another follower, just like the original Fallout 3. Oh, cool. So you can have two followers. Uh, there's also some guy made this awesome awesome mod for for camping like you can actually you, you, you it actually looks like you're you're carrying all the stuff with you like all the stuff you're carrying right right and then when you get to a spot you can actually set up camp you put a tent you put the fire and you make it like a save point and then you can either actually leave it there if you wanted to leave it there and then go on your way or you can pack it up and move it to another location right. but it's it, very detailed the tents He's even got like a little dog rug for the dog to sleep on. He's got a camera, all different kind of color schemes. Uh, he spent a lot of time on it. It's actually a very cool mod. 
Uh, and then I got another one that um, that gives you any item you want on your Pip-Boy, the little cheat method. What do you mean, so any like, item? Well, anything you want. Like, if, like for instance, I, I have sometimes I have trouble finding copper. So I, even though I, I scour and I collect everything I can to find copper, sometimes right. I just need, like, three copper. So then I just go by Pip-Boy and I go, just give me some copper. And then you get copper. You okay. know, and if, like, if you, instead of having to run around the entire universe looking for copper. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man, that game is something else. Uh, that one and, uh, of course, BF1. Now, I have played BF1 since Sunday. All right, hold on. So, before you before you go on to that, I want to show this video you sent me of the Fallout uh, video of the guy who created a fucking factory. No, not not just a factory. He can, he created a fully automated. Automated, fully automated fully ammo. Automated factory. Right. So factory. it's showing yeah. on screen right now. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I don't know. I find this amazing, uh, right? So Sarge found this, uh, and someone said in my in my chat the other day that said that the the um, the building DC or DLC is is really shitty, right? And I said, well, you know, I was like, it might be shitty for you, but for other people, uh, it's amazing, right? Because this is like it basically turned Fallout into a fucking sim build, right? Like an actual like build whatever you want, kind of like Minecraft, whatever you could think of. And you can figure out, you can do. So, right, similar to that. <clears throat> right, right, right. So this dude created a... F I feel like there should be immigrants in here working the, <laughs> at the but conveyor you, belt, listen, sorting... If you listen to the video, it's his first video ever. Right, Like, this is right. the first time I've ever well, done a video. I would say this guy's in his mid-40s, maybe late-40s. He sounds like he's an older gentleman, right, mm. That that likes building stuff, right? And he figured this out, so he's got all these different hoppers, and I didn't even know there was fucking hoppers in the game, because I don't have... I was like, what is this fucking... You'll see. Right, I, I was like, what is this, Minecraft? So, he built this thing, and he puts all his shit in one thing, and it gets shot up, and then goes into each material, so each hopper only takes, like, this one takes oil, this one takes silver, this one takes lead, this one takes copper, fertilizer... Whatever, and it goes it goes down. That wasn't the order that he showed it in right there that I said, but you understand the drift, right? So he throws shit into the machine, f flicks a switch on, it gets transported up above and thrown into each of those hoppers, okay? Once it's stored there, okay, he's like, man, I'm out of bullets. I'm out of this. I need building materials. He goes downstairs. Let me see if I can just fast forward a little bit to his... Um, his break room or his his office management thing. Um, there's literally power converters and everything along inside this office. Can't seem to find it because it's not showing me the. Um... There it is. So he's got all these power things on the wall all over the place, and it and he has them labeled two millimeter, ten millimeter, three oh eight. This is how you make the bullets for this particular gun. So he just flicks a switch, and then it just starts producing that ammunition for him. Okay, amazing, right? And then he's got a control panel in here. Welcome to Robocore Industries, Termlink Initial. And he types inside the thing, and it's the code of what he wants and what rounds he wants. So he just yeah. types, amazing, absolutely right. amazing. Right. Right, so people might say that this DLC is stupid, but there's people out there, which is a small 1% of the one percenters, that take stuff like this, and I'm so glad he shared this. And made his first video because this is absolutely amazing. Okay. Like, who's defending it? <laughs> who's, 
I'm not defending it. I'm telling you that there's other people that play things. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean they don't like something. I don't play this. I didn't even know it was in the game. I didn't know you could do this, right? I was like, oh, you can build bases and stuff. This guy made a fully automated weapons depot. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So if you want to see more of this video, go check it out. Uh, just type in Fallout 4 Automated Ammo Factory inside YouTube, and you can listen to the guy. It's his, literally I, his first I, I video. Never, I am never not surprised by what I find on YouTube for whatever game you like. Yeah. Somebody is always doing something yeah. with the game like that you didn't think was ever ever possible you're like you know this game sucks and then you look at the game and you're like you look at this guy like what what can you do in that game what like it's in a com completely different setting right of what you could do in that game it, it's just there this are certain there are certain games that you can they can just hang on because it just it it enthralls you you just keep playing you find new stuff about it that's what bethesda's good at they all their right. fallout games do that like this one especially with the building created such uh, a, a more uh, presence for the game. Like, you yeah. can do whatever you want. Literally, right? do whatever you want. Was this some fucking Minecraft shit now? It could be. I mean, so if you guys like the video, the guy's actual YouTube name is Peabody1001. So it's 1001. Go on over there. Check his first video out. He's got 28,000 views. And he's got more subscribers than I do. And I've been on YouTube <laughs> for four years, six years. So uh, go check him out. It shows you how many Fallout fans there are, right? right exactly. Right. So go, go check him out. Give him a like. Leave a comment. Said it was in our show. Maybe he'll pop over and he could be a, he could be a fan of the show. So go, ch go check out Peabody1001's uh, YouTube video on the automated ammo factory. Obviously, don't do it right now because we're doing a show. Gee, Mr. Gee, Mr. Peabody, are we gonna find? <laughs> Gee, Mr. Peabody, are we gonna play Fallout Four? Are you Sherman? All right. So, what else were you playing? Now you were talking about BF One. BF One. BF One. Now we can sit on this one for a I, while. I, no, no, no. I don't have to sit on it for a while. We can talk about it later. We can talk about it now. Oh, we can talk um, about it now. Let's talk from, about it now. From from what I have played since since Sunday. Um, uh, I I've never the the only other time I felt this much fun playing a squad base shooter was Bad Company two two I agree right that 100%. was the last time I felt this way and so it it, it, it was it was really uh, a fun game to get back into and don't say here we go I'm not gonna rant <laughs> like a crazy bitch I like the game I mean it's it suffers from a couple things that that the last game suffered from they they haven't addressed yet but. As far as the fun factor, the weapons and the gun skill needed to actually understand the game, it's not just, I've got the MP5 or I've got the Fama, and once I put the reticula on you, you're dead. That's not the way it works. Right. You know, you actually have some good bullet time. There's some time to kill. And so uh, it makes it a more skillful game. And I, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. Right. I think uh, at the graphics, <laughs> first of all, you're not, you're not supposed to be happy about war at all. Uh, right. Okay. I'm, I'm fucking and, ecstatic about it. Right, <laughs> you should be happy about war at all because this was this was the the war that was supposed to end all wars, but instead it just led to more wars. Right. So the the detail involved in the game is some of the best detail to date. Depend from the from the explosions to the fully destructible environment, and I do like it. Now, now, mind you, it is people say it's not fully destructible. It is. 
It's just that it takes a while to knock down the building unless you're hitting it with a bigger weapon. You know what right. I mean? Like if the battle is around a certain point for a certain amount of time, the battlefield does get scarred. The buildings come down. I mean, it's legitimate. Like you actually feel like you're in a battle. It's it's unreal. <laughs> and 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 to be it'd be like a little crazy kid in there. Uh, my only gripe with it is is this could have just as easily have been the rehash of 1942 and just redid it. And and this would it would have been in. But they went all the way back down to World War One so you could play these crazy tanks and the crazy cars and. That kind of stuff. It's it, it almost feels. I don't want to say. I, I don't like the word skin, but it almost feels like they just overlaid World War One on top of the World War Two battle. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like right. it could have just easily been World War Two. It's like if if it had been World War Two, right? Call of Duty could kill it quits. If this if this was like the 1942 remastered edition, it's all over for Call of Duty. But uh, the Controls are, are are basic in the ve in in the vehicles. It, it, they could have been a little bit more, I guess, uh, advanced uh, for the plane. But you want you want as many people to play it as possible, right? So you don't want to be you don't want to you want the learning curve to be too high for certain people. The, the planes are really difficult, but at the same time, really easy to fly once you understand. Like I didn't understand that the push forward on the left analog was to make it go faster throttle. and push right it was a throttle so i'm like why is my plane stalling and I'm like, <laughs> because you're not realizing right. when you're right. turning you're pushing up or down on the stick right you're not you're not conscious of it but it it, it it happens to be probably one of the best cooperative i guess cooperative team shooters in a long time like i really really like it there's a big grin when i'm playing outside of the fact for those of you who play with me i'm angry and we'll get to the angry part in a minute, but not now. Yeah, okay. But, but but I I I can't. It's you're like this the whole time. Like I'm killing a bunch of people, and they're screaming out. They're, they're talking in German and and in Turkish, and like I like I don't I don't. It's crazy crazy game. It, it, you actually the 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 level of intensity, especially it's, even in the oh, in the so single good. player campaign. It's so good. It's like normally I don't care. You're watching it. Like I played the Call of Duty series when I originally did the World War II, and they did the D-Day invasion, right. and it almost gave me. It almost gave me like an emotional response, but this is like the first time I actually played a video game and I got like an emotional response from the game. Like the graphics are that good that it, it set off an emotional response. Whereas before, it's like it's a video game. Fuck it, let's just fucking play. Like to me, that means something. Like you actually, you, the game is so good looking that it, it it instigates an emotional response from you. Like I like it. Like this. Right. This is this is where you this is where you put your foot down and say, okay, this is what you guys can do now. And now we go forward from here. Don't fuck it up. Don't muss around. Don't move around. Just stay right here and just better it from here. Right. Like, okay. So those of you that are that are new, like playing with me and Sarge, when we play games like this, we've been playing Fallout or uh, Fallout Battlefield games since Battlefield 1942, since Call of Duty, where it was nothing sequel behind it. It was just Call of Duty. We're not salty. That's not salt. That is just gamers loving the game and hating people that don't understand the concept of capturing flags or doing something. And I blame Call of Duty for it because Call of Duty has ingrained into people kill-death ratio, kill-death ratio, kill-death ratio, okay? Where it's not about it. Battlefield has always and always will be a team cooperative move together communicate and capture the points the objectives play the fucking 
objective, right? PTFO, play the fucking objective. Okay, so we're not salty. So if you ever play with us and you hear us like screaming or yelling, we're not mad. We're literally loving the game passionately and we're just upset that the Smurfs, okay, and I call them Smurfs or blueberries, whichever you prefer, okay, don't understand. And I'm in the mindset now that there are new people coming into Battlefield series, right? Which you could say to any game, right? But there's new people coming into the Battlefield series that don't don't understand um, get, get, getting things done. Like if you're a medic in Battlefield 1, right? If you're a medic and you see a crosshair or skull bone on the ground, you should probably go revive that person, especially if you're playing a mode. Like on Conquest, it's not such a big deal, right? Because the tickets are going to constantly go. The tickets in, in Conquest are constantly moving up, regardless of who's dying and based on the flags that they're capturing, right? So in operations where you literally only have like 150, 150 tickets or people, Okay, every time someone dies and then all of a sudden just smashes the X button to come back in, we lose a life. Okay, right. We only have 150 to get across the whole board. Okay, and we get three chances to do it. Wouldn't you want to do it in one chance instead of using all three chances and then getting a behemoth and then coming in? No, bro, I gotta get back in. I gotta get back in. Kill Deathbird. I gotta gotta get back in. I gotta get back in. I gotta get back in so I can die again real fast. (laughs) Real fast, bro. Real fast, right? So, like, when you die in operations, just change your game plan a little bit, right? Just sit there for a second. Pretend you're playing Trials of Osiris on, on, on Destiny, okay? Where you just sit there and wait for your partner to come revive you. It says it right on the corner. It says, Medic, 2 meters, 10 meters, 15 meters. If you see that starting to go up... That's a Call of Duty player. That's a Call of Duty player. That's a person that doesn't know how to be a team player. If you see that number going down and then pass you... That person's that's dead to real, me. That's a that, real, that, that person's dead to me. Okay? And then if the person's running towards you, you see a one, and then all of a sudden you see, oh, and the light shines, you're like, yes, yes, this man I'm willing to play with again. Right? Then you start taking notes down. You're like, this guy's a good player. I like this guy because he's a good medic. Right? Same thing goes with anything else. If there's a fucking tank in the middle of the town, okay, no one can take it out except assault. We need assault players. Nope. I'm up. I'm not switching. Medic's king, bro. I'm not switching, Medic's man. King. I'm not switching because because all the guns suck in assault class. Yeah, but they also have fucking grenades and shit that can blow up a tank in two shots. You might want to go switch that just for a second because you're going to die three seconds after that, and then you can go switch to a, a, a different class, right? So when you're playing a game like BF1 or you're playing a game like call uh, Battlefield 3, 4, Bad Company, any of these games, if you're a person that's new to the Battlefield series... Take a deep breath, relax. Your kill death ratio means shit. You can go 72 and 0, okay? And not have the top score on the board. Okay? And you can and you can be on the losing team. Or you can go 0 and 19, you can capture flags and your score is 35,000 points. And you also have 67 revives because everyone doesn't revive. And I just run around just stabbing people I with do, a syringe. I do like I do like how they're keeping track of multiple statistics. And so the individual player yeah. gets gets noticed, as well as the team gets noticed. Did you notice not one thing on the board says most kills? Not one. Not one on the top. Well, you can four. look it up. You yeah, can look you it can up. You can go to the scoreboard and go, hey, I'm 37 and 2. Hey, that's me, buddy. I'm 37 and 2. I didn't, I didn't 
participate in any of the PTFO. My score is 8,000. I was on the hill, yeah. pro sniper, bro. I was right. on the hill. Right. I love For that. Two I love that. All of a sudden, we, we did it last night. We did it last night. Go watch the VODs, guys. Our squad's three, four people, okay? We're, we're, we jump into a match. No one's taking over flags. Nobody. We're, we're literally have zero flags. I'm like, how do these people not get a flag? One, one flag. So There's 32 people. Right. So we decide, so we decide, Curious Cabbage, one of the guys that I play with, okay, decides, hey, let's go to A. We're like, fuck, let's go to A. So we go to A because the guy in A was shooting us with a big fucking uh, AA cannons, right? The big, the big, the big cannons that just destroy everything. Yeah, the, 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 the turrets. The artillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't, I can't think of the word. My right. brain's right. broken. So we end up going over there. Shore guns. And we literally kill the guys inside. And Cabbage gets a little t- out of out of hand. He, he teabags a guy, which. Was actually Sets a good off. right, Sets which off which God. was a really good move because that guy came back over UR. the squad called you are right and came back over and over because they were just getting more upset because they couldn't kill us. We were all inside, just killing every single person that came in while we protected that area. We had a right, the whole entire team. I'm talking all 32 players came over to A to take back A. Okay. Because we were taking A, the rest, the rest of the team <laughs> took over the rest of the board because there was because, nobody because there. There, no there was nobody yeah. there because one squad was putting up a fight at one location closest to their base. Right, that's how you play the game. Our squad stuck together, and every time we got injured, we're like medic, and you throw a fucking medic pack, and here's a, here's an ammo crate. We got a sniper, we had an assault, we had a fucking medic, and we had a support. It was beautifully done. It was four of us. It was immaculate. And then all of a sudden you look at the map and we have all the points. All the points. It was it was amazing. We actually almost pulled out the win. We didn't. Okay? But it was so good. It was so much fun just sitting in that bunker. Okay? And holding out. And it, it was a battlefield moment. Right. It's a battlefield right. moment. It was a battlefield, a battlefield moment, moment. And we weren't spawn camping because we were indoors. They were coming at us. Right? We weren't like sitting waiting for them to spawn in and like kill them. They were literally trying to take the AA gun back from us and we were like fuck you not gonna happen they got so upset that they they got it back from us after after a while right but then i think it was like five minutes later we came back and took it again and they got mad again right so it was it was amazing it was a great battlefield moment but that's the the way you're supposed to play the game that's the magic that's the magic of that game you're not supposed to sit look if there's one guy on your team as a sniper and he's on the thing fantastic he's he's spotting people he's calling shit out Okay, they're going, hey, uh, 30, there's a person to your left. Hey, there's two people going to be. Hey, there's a person over here. That's what a sniper's supposed to do. But if you have a whole friggin' team of snipers all on the hill, and there's only four of us capturing flags against 32 people, you're retarded. At this moment, I wish I could murder my own, fr- my own teammates, right? Just go up to them and just stab them in the face. Okay, but here, here, here's, the, here's the, the, the borderline between when I rant and... I'm supposed to be having fun with the game. Like I understand we're we're playing, we're playing the game. You're supposed to enjoy yourself playing the game. I am enjoying myself. My problem is, is that first person shooters like this have been out for at least 15 years, at least. Okay. Games like this have been out 15 years. So even if you were like nine, okay. When you first started playing video games, 
Okay, you're twenty something now. You're almost thirty. Okay, you have played these games before. Good hope. You can't tell me that when we get into a squad and we go into a game, we just happen to be on the team that has the 27, 27 people who have never played a Battlefield game before ever. I think that is the most bullshit statement yeah. ever. You don't know how to play this kind of game? Get the fuck out, okay? <laughs> Please, get the fuck out, well, just, okay? I, I don't want to say get out. I just want to teach them. I want to teach them. Teach them the ways so we have better players. Uh, what what is there there there's videos to watch there's youtubers to watch there's twitch people playing the game 24 7 like what do you need what do you need what kind of information do you need to come into your brain when you go hey man hey man you know what i don't think i'm playing that game correctly i think i gotta <laughs> i think i gotta try a different way to play like if that's what's actually happening in your head you have got to stop you have got to get the fuck out the room and go do something else because you, exactly, you, you can't handle santos. it exactly you can't santos PTFO or GTFO. That's it. <laughs> hey, that's it. Play it's the fucking objective or get the fuck out. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, it's 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 harsh, but at the same time, we're still enjoying it because we're still with our squad. So last night, we stayed in the, those matches. We stayed in. Our squad stayed in those matches, and we lost. I think we only won two games last night out of, like, nine, ten. Okay? It was a bad night. It was a bad night for wins. It was a good night for our squad, but a bad night for for actually wins, which which is which is strange, right? Because usually if you suck, right, you suck across the board. Right. In this one, you're like you have the best squad, but you lost the war. I'm like, okay, I I guess, but I'm still scoring. That doesn't matter. Isn't we're good, right? I mean, I I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I love playing with friends, even if you're not even a friend, right? If you're a person that's a follower in my channel and I play in BF1. You're more than welcome to join us on Xbox One, okay? We'll all get in a party together. We'll have multiple squads, and we're all in one party that's, talking to each way, other. That's, that's the best. That's the best. You know what I mean? We get If we get two or three squads together... And we're all in the same party? Much game over. Forget it, because you can you can have, what, 18 people in, a, in an Xbox party? And I obviously, can. obviously, we don't all talk over each other. Just the commanders of each squad call shit out. You know what I mean? Like, we're... Squad Echo, like at war. Right. right? You're actually yeah, at war. It's, it's not everyone's talking, it's, right? It's this guy here. Right. This I guy would love here. that. I would love that. I would love to get 18 people, 15 people, whatever. Let's do that. Let's try to get three squads of five together. Okay, three squads of five together in BF1. That would be fucking amazing. We, go, we would go. We would go back on that that tear we did back in the BF3 days, where we won like consecutive like ten games in a row, twelve yeah. games yeah. in a row. When, like when we get back on with the Lucky and uh, <laughs> team, yeah, and, and Nim, forget like about it. Match, the whole team would quit. Yep. Then the whole team would come back in, <laughs> yep. and then you play a match. The whole team would quit because you just basically school them. Right. You're just you're just devastated because you're literally going contact down left side mm -hmm. contact boom down. You know what I mean? Like it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I'm having a blast with the game, like. I'm at when I when I stop playing the game and I go to bed, okay. I'm thinking about battlefield. I I can't think of anything, but all I want to do is get back onto battlefield, just so I can level up. It's not even strategy. I just want to get back in because this game, man, it captures it captures when the fog rolls in and you're like storming the beach. And now, uh, Cabbage told me I could whistle when you go 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 and you go. Top, like, ah, everyone starts screaming. I'm like, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. So I'm just running around blowing a whistle now, charging at people. Absolutely great. If you guys haven't played Battlefield One yet, 
check out my stream, check out other people's that are playing Battlefield 1 on Twitch or or Beam or wherever on YouTube. It's really a fun game. I, I Don't go in it, though, as a Call of Duty player. You could be a Call of Duty player, but don't go in as a one-sided, I'm a Call of Duty player, this is how I'm going to play, and run around by yourself. One, if you're by yourself, you're taking up a, a spot in a squad, right? And there's, I think you only have, like, 10 squads. There's, there's plenty of room. Right? There's plenty Not of room. Not if all 32 people were <laughs> solos, and they're running around doing kill-death ratio, okay? KKD, dude. KKD. All right? Like, like, they need to just learn. Just learn. Go, hey, I'm a medic. What does that skull bone mean? Oh, I can revive a guy? That's amazing. Oh, look. He's alive. That's amazing. I saved somebody, and then he died. I will die to save. If I see a group of three people, fuck it. If I see one guy, I will run out there and revive him. And if I die, I'm hoping he's smart enough to go, you know what? He did me a solid. I'm going to pick up his pack. I'm going to revive him. Pay it forward. Nope. Doesn't happen. Only happens to people on my own fucking squad that are like, you're down? I'll get you. Swap, swap classes. Now, all of a sudden, I'll get up sometimes. I have a support class. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because I'm alive. I'm alive and I'm playing the game. I'm not hurting the team. So it's a great, it's a great, great game. Great weather system. The one, the one thing that kind of bothered me, though, is after level three or four, I think it is, there's no guns until level 10. Why is there a gap? Why is that a, a giant gap in the middle there? What's missing? Is there something that they're leaving out? Is that done on purpose? It just seemed weird. I, I'm not really too sure. Um, it's really, God, I'm, I'm doing support. Like my medic class, I went up really fast in medic. Yeah, because you're healing and reviving all day long. Right. Cause there's no one reviving, <clears throat> right? Support. I'm doing it. I played it literally for six hours yesterday and I went up two levels, six hours, two levels. Now I'm not complaining about how long it takes. It just feels like a fucking, it feels like a huge grind and it, you're making very little like room as you go in the support now i haven't played sniper or i haven't played assault much so i really like really a long time so i really can't tell you if medic was faster compared to everything else or if it's just faster than support um another thing yeah well the issue with the wonky spawns the prones and spawns one the spawns are happening because here here's the thing right if you're taking over a flag and it's yours right it's blue, okay? And all of a sudden, red team comes in and they start taking it over. You're only dead for seven seconds or something like that, 10 seconds. It takes longer to take over the flag and you can come back in before they can take over the flag. So what's happening is you're popping in and then you're spawning. It's just random, right? You're spawning back at the point well, and sometimes if, there's guys surrounding you, right? Because you well, can't depends, tell where they are. It depends on what side of the flag it is because the spawn points, from from uh, from what I get so far, the spawn points are on your side of the flag during the takeover of the flag. Right. So if it's my flag and they're taking it over and I happen to die and I can come back in, not on my own guy, but on right. the flag. On the flag. I'm going to spawn on my side of the of the map is that what it on is? that flag. Is that what it yeah, is? You don't spawn, you don't spawn inward. Whatever, whatever side of the map you're on. Now, if the flag is completely yours, okay, if the flag is completely you yours and you spawn in, you right. can spawn in on the other side as well. Right, right, right. right. Enemy, which is why you're ending up with these pop-ins, the guy that pops in right in front of me and then knifes me in the back. Like, I don't right. understand where he came from. 
yes, it gets a little frustrating. We all we all well, there's also in a knife kill. I get it, but it's one of these things where the good is finally outweighing the bad, so you right. don't notice it as much. If the good had problems, you would notice the spawn issue a, a lot more. It's not it's not game breaking. It's a little annoying, but that's a little fix they can do. That's not not a huge huge deal. Well, the other thing is also if there's a bad guy on your on your turf and you're killing him, but as you're killing him, someone's spawning in on him, right? Even though he's under fire, sometimes you can spawn on someone that's under fire. Other times you can't. And now you can see that on the map. It'll be a big red circle that surrounds your green dot and says under fire on the map. It says that. So you can't join in, right? Because in the past, in other games, you could see the person right, they that you're joining. join in and die. Join, in, join and in and die. So it's and the ticket counter would just drop right. drastically. Right. So they stop that. You can't even spawn in on the actual person that's being under fire. Now, if he's not being under fire, and then all of a sudden you happen to hit the button, they're firing at him, but you're already you're already shooting in. You spawn and then you're dead because not only are you being fired upon, you know what I'm saying? Because you're now well, what, you should understand that if it says under fire, this is where this is where the common sense comes in. If you want to get back in that badly. And it says under fire. Then it stops saying under fire. Your next question should be, "Hey, dude, are right. you still under attack? Right. Here's a, here's is there another... a guy still there? That's because I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to come in." Right. <clears throat> my next point is, if you're solo, you're going to die more than you were if you're with a squad. If you're with a squad and you're communicating with somebody, go, "Hey, are you clear? Just don't pop in. Just give it a second. Give it a second, right? And then go, "Are you clear?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, spawn on me." Usually they say, "Spawn on me." I need backup, and then you're you're in. You should always spawn on your on your group anyway, okay? And, unless unless told otherwise, because if you spawn on a, on your group, you're getting massive points. You're getting squad points. Uh, you can reload your own guy. You're getting points to capture. Make sure you spot everything. I'm usually the leader of the team, right? I don't know if it's because it's on my stream or just because they want me to be leader, but I'm the leader, and I spot fucking everything. If I see it. I don't even have to be at that flag. All of a sudden, I'll see that flag about to be taken. I'll turn to it, take F, boom, hundred points for us. E, hundred points for us, and everybody across the all across your squad gets it. So at the end of the game, when you look at that scoreboard, we're always, I mean, ninety-six percent of the time we're at the top, top ten, always because we're PFTO. Okay, we're playing the fucking objective, and that's the way. You, that, that's what this game is. The game should not be called Battlefield One. It should be called. <laughs> PTFO. Right. Right. <laughs> PTFOMF. Okay. Play the fucking objective, motherfuckers. That's 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 what it should be. So I'm I'm having a blast with this game. Um, my favorite class so far is medic, but I unlocked the bar last night in level two for the support, and man, this thing's fucking a bad. It's a badass gun. I mean, and now I'm a, I'm changing it. So. If I'm sitting far back and I'm scouting out of town, I'll push down one to do single fire shots. It's like a sniper rifle. Okay. But then when I start charging in, okay, when I start charging in, I switch it to the down. Fucking full auto, it destroys people. It just fucking destroys people. I absolutely love it. See, just talking about it, I'm like getting excited. It's it's, it's great. Great. Your stream title should be PTFO <laughs> or GTFO. Yeah, sold. That's what it is. Sold. That's what it's going to be. Sold. That's by what the it's way, be. by the way, also tonight we're going to go in and I want you to mark something for me, and I want to see if it actually shows up. Oh, you're you're pissing me off when you're like it doesn't show up. I know, but you're like, I where's the tank? Where's the tank? I'm like, 
it's marked on the map. I don't see it. I don't see it. And then you're like, there's a guy. And I'm like, where is he? He's on your left. Did you mark him? No, he's on your left. Like, you can't see the tank I marked, but you want me to find, you want me to find a guy that you're telling me about yeah, in a I'm, wide I'm open watching, world. I'm watching, I'm watching <laughs> you run. I'm watching you run. Yeah, but and I when I see left, it's actual left. Yeah, but. I, I left know. after you spin the circle. I don't know if he's. I'm watching you run. I don't know if he's like right to my and left. I left. Your actual left. Yeah, You're but like I don't know if he's ten feet. I don't know if he's if he's two feet. I don't know if he's like a hundred yards away. Anything closer than five feet, you'd already be dead. I'm telling That's you, true. way ahead of time. Okay, left. I'll remember that. And when I say there's a tank, just find me. That's where the tank is then, because I'm usually right by the tank. Yeah. All right. We're going to see the map map location thing today. I'm gonna I'm actually press the thing. I want to see if it actually shows up. It should spot. It should spot. It's just a little diamond for people, and then it's a diamond for the truck. But the truck is like has a little emblem on the inside of it. It looks different than the than the actual uh, people on the board. When I spot and I press the RB button, it shows a dot on the screen. When I spot, I look at the, my menu and I'm looking at the map. I don't see that spot on the map. Well, when you so spot, what, when you what spot, kind of spot when, is it? When you look, when you look in spotting. And let's say you find a sniper, it'll show the sniper icon above their head. If you see a support guy, it'll show the support icon above their head. On the map, on the map overhead view, it only shows the it only shows a diamond. It shows a red diamond, uh, or squares turned sideways, which is a diamond. It's not elongated though, right? It's not elongated. It's a it's a square turned sideways. That's what it is. It's okay. it's not a diamond is more triangular, but whatever. Uh, elongated triangle, both sides. Let's let's do the. Never mind. Anyway, so the vehicles, though, show up as an actual vehicle on the actual map. Looking up diamond. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's great. So we'll, we'll do that. Oh, and I did an emblem. I did an emblem. My emblem looks fucking fantastic. And when you make an emblem, whatever you do, it puts it on the vehicle. It puts it on your arm patch. It puts it on your gun. Um, oh, so you have your own squad thing? I don't know if it's your own squad uh, or if it's your own, I don't know if this is going to show, it should show up because I don't have a green screen. Well, if, we on. Pick, if we pick the same thing that you picked, then all our guys will match. I correct? don't, I don't know if it works that way. So this is the, this is the emblem I created on, uh, on the game, right? So you see that emblem, okay? Uh, on my, my, my patch on my arm, you see it on the, it's like embroidered. It looks like it's embroidered in the metal on the gun. Um, it's really, it's really cool. So if it is a clan, that'd be cool if everyone else could rock it, right? Because then, but when you when you die, right, it shows like when you kill somebody, that's the emblem someone makes. Have you seen some of the emblems? I didn't notice it until last night. After we got off, I played one more game. A guy killed me. He literally had a penis for his emblem. It was two balls with nut sacks on the inside with a long shaft with veins, <coughs> right? And it was a big cock. And I forget the guy's name. Right, but every time he killed you, all you saw was basically he was teabagging you because his emblem was a fucking penis, and I I was laughing. Then I saw a guy he created R two D two, so R two D two was the actual emblem for, that he had. I was like, man, these guys. Disney's gonna Disney's gonna take that shit out right away. Don't worry. <laughs> these guys were pretty pretty uh what's it called pretty uh, creative with their with their emblems. So yeah, so you can do the emblems. The weird part was the emblem on my sleeve is reversed. It's not reversed on the gun. It's not reversed on the on the vehicle, but on my sleeve, it's reversed. So the it looks like it's a mirror image. So it's like backwards. It's really weird. So I don't know if that's a glitch they have to fix, but I don't know. Pretty cool though. 
All right. Are we done talking about Battlefield or anything else? Any questions? No, no, right. Any good. questions from the actual, uh, from the peanut gallery? Good. good. Let me see. You guys can always question us, uh, send in your questions to Generation X Gaming uh, on Twitter, or just do it in Discord. Uh, either way. Uh, either way. All right, so the next story I want to talk about, um, real quick, today, Apple released a whole bunch of information. They released a new MacBook Pro. Um, let me show that on the screen right now. Okay. So they released a new MacBook Pro. It's thinner and lightweight by 67%. It's the fastest and best-looking uh, MacBook we've ever created, that you've ever held and jerked off to watching porn on the full 4K HD <clears throat> Retina display. You ever, you ever get the feeling? You ever, you ever get the feeling that uh, ever since Steve Jobs passed away, that they're just they're just going in a downward spiral. They're scrambling uh, to try to invent something. Absolutely, <clears throat> they're they're going in a downward spiral. I'm a I was a huge. You can call me an Apple fanboy. Okay, I mean I owned Apple iPads, iPhones, Mac computers. My Mac computer died earlier this year. Uh, when I worked for when I worked for Apple, one of the best companies I ever worked for, uh, great great company to work for. When Steve Jobs was alive, customer service was top notch. They would do stuff for you. They would fix your shit. I called them. They didn't want to help me one fucking bit. Uh, they lost my business because I I just refused to to do anything. Uh, so that's why I bought a PC, power PC. Uh, you know, I buy power. Uh, uh, built a computer myself to run the stream now. Because I was running it off an iMac, and you know what? I'm okay not, not doing it anymore. So, basically, they came out. See? It's the, it's the brightest, most colorful Mac notebook display ever. Look at it. It's so vibrant, your eyeballs are having orgasms every time you stare at the screen. How much better can it get? Like, how much better can a display get before my brain just implodes? Like, I'm going to be looking at it and like, oh, my God, it's so good. Like... I don't get it. Well, it's what what else can you advertise as innovating? You can't. You got to make something. Well, here's the innovation. Here's the innovation people. Okay? The innovative thing is there's speakers on both sides of the computer now. Boom. Boom. All right? That's called stereo. <laughs> and on top of that, it's a more responsive keyboard. Right, like I was having issues with my my keyboard before. How bad was the response before when I press F? How long before the F showed up? <laughs> it was like a, I'll uh, do I'll do it right now. Right. Huh? <laughs> it says it's four times mind. more key stability. More stability. I love the things they they pick out. They're such bullshit artists when it comes to certain things. Here's the thing that they that they're really pushing for. This fucking versatile bar. Let me let me. Do they show it more? Okay. Let me go back to the bar. I'm not buying. I'm not buying a, a notebook, whatever, for awesome display and stable keys. Look, okay, look, I'm, not, so I'm sorry. We're, we're gonna I'm zoom. Sorry. We're gonna zoom in to, to, to this. This is where is it? Where is it? There it is. Okay, look at it. Look at it closely now. There's that top row, that this. It's like an LED screen across the top of the the, uh, the uh, the computer. Okay. And every time you open one of their native applications or an application that they support, like uh, Adobe Photoshop and stuff, that changes. So if you're surfing the web, web browser will appear there, and you can touch it for faster, you know, interactiveness. Okay. Um, if you're doing like Photoshop um, uh, or social media stuff, social media things appear there. 
if you're doing Final Cut, um, Final Cut, like the scrubbing thing appears there. So if you can see where the woman's hand is, she's she's doing something where she's touching the brightness or the color. Uh, she's making a web page on, on Keynote or something, and she can do it with a slide of her finger. Now I'm just thinking to myself, this can't be that innovative because I could have done the exact same thing with my trackpad if I just put my mouse cursor over something and did it. Um, it's not a touch screen. Like the Apple itself is not a touch screen. Just that touch. So there's two touch pads. There's the actual trackpad, and then there's the bar. I don't know what they're calling the bar. What are they calling this bar? The keyboard and trackpad. <laughs> I guess it's it's the keyboard and trackpad. My question. My question is this. When are we going to just Touch when are we just going to just pick a side? Are we going to have actual keyboards or is actual the keyboard going to be on the screen and I touch the screen? What's the difference? If you if you as far as I'm concerned, the less pieces you have, the cheaper the pieces the the cheaper the item should be. So if my right. keyboard is all touch and no keyboard, <clears throat> case closed. All right, case closed. We don't have to worry about my stable keys, my highly active keys. My how 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 innovative can a keyboard be? It's still a keyboard uh, until we get Minority Report shit, where the stuff is on my face and on my fingers. Until we get to there, the keyboard is it, people. It's not magic, right? right. But just make a keyboard. Just put it on the fucking thing. That's it. We're done. I love We're how done. I love how they they've all used this exploding like powder on their computers. If you can see the screen right now, uh, they 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 show it. Showing like blow up chalk, like colorful chalk. Oh, it's so vibrant, man! It's so vibrant. I, I, I want. That's all I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy the the machine. Uh, and uh, oh, there's no headphone jack. <laughs> no, there is. There is. <laughs> there's a headphone jack, but there's. Oh wait, no, there actually isn't. There isn't. There's four USB ports. So now you have to buy a whole shit ton of dongles to to plug in so you can get more USB ports, because it actually charges through any of the USB ports. What, what am I looking at? I'm looking at the keys You're now. You're looking at a really close... Like, I don't need to see... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think we need an actual keyboard anymore. I'm pretty sure the keyboard on the screen works exactly the same. Right. Right? What do you, you know need what, to you know feel? What, you know what, what innovative... do you need to feel Here, on know, the screen? This is a free one, Apple. Free one. If you're, If any Apple employee or someone that knows, here's a free thing. The 3DS did it fucking years ago. Take a laptop... And make it two fucking touchscreens. One below, one above. They're both touchscreens, okay? The one below, you can change whatever the fuck you want on it. So your keyboard can look like a fucking fish tank with keys on it, okay? And it's actually moving. So it's just two fucking screens, and you can do whatever you want. And here's the best part. You can separate them, and they're two separate tablets. Boop! Show that fucking colored thing again. Boom! It's bad. <laughs> fucking amazing. Fucking amazing! You're welcome, Apple. There's a free I, one. I'm going back. I'm going back to saying that with Steve Jobs passed away, they are scrambling to find innovative products. That's fucking innovative. Thirty and still gaming. Hashtag copyright trademark whatever. That's that's two fucking screens on a laptop. You can change whatever the fuck you want. I'm telling you, amazing, amazing. Touch, do things. You could be a DJ. You could do everything you want. Okay, that's innovative. This. It's a fucking bar that you just. I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned with the Nintendo. I I did some more reading on it. Uh, let's talk about that for a moment. Um, I'm not falling for it. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't care what Nintendo does at this point. Here, here's how it goes. Where are we going? You're going to Nintendo? Is that where you're going? Yeah. Gotta go right into Nintendo. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not done with Apple news yet. Oh, I thought you were done. No, there's one more thing for Apple. Oh. One more thing for Apple. Go ahead. Go talk about Nintendo. No. The the next thing they did, which I'm actually, this is a little. This is the best part, right? If you're an that's Apple, this is the best part. This is the best part, in my opinion, right? If you're an Apple TV person. They're coming out with an Apple TV um, app on the actual device, and what they're what they're going to do is okay. They're taking they're, they didn't innovate anything. They just took everything that you're doing already to put it to one location to make it easier for you, right? So if you have a Netflix account, a Hulu account, ABC, CBS, NBC, you, you watch different shows on different platforms, and they're all over the fucking place, okay? How much stuff are you watching? Well, I'm just saying, there's people out there. <clears throat> People out there doing what? There's people out there that watch a lot of stuff, right? So you can now take all the stuff, okay? One, you can control it by your cell phone now. It only took you like a decade, okay? You can play your games, okay, with, with a separate controller. But the best part is they're taking all your stuff and combining it into one app. So you could put one login in, okay? So if you have an ABC, a Hulu account, and this account, you log in once. You tell them who your cable provider is, Okay? It's a single login, and then you click on it, and then all your shows that you watch across those platforms come into this app, and then you can watch it just like it was, you know, on your television or whatever. You don't have to go to different apps and different things. That's cool. It's small, but it's very cool, very convenient for people that switch back and forth, that have a Hulu, that have a Netflix, that do all these other things. So, yeah, that's it. Now we can talk about Nintendo. All right, so I'm a little concerned. Okay, because I I look at Nintendo now as the crazy uncle. He's crazy. You know he's crazy. <clears throat> and you, you just deal with it, right? You can't tell me a company was doing something. It kind of worked out. No one really liked the, 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 the NX. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? We're going to come up with something better. Don't worry. We're going to do like a 180. We're going to turn it all around. Nobody does a 180. No, the only companies that have ever done a complete 180 to save their ass are ones that are about to go bankrupt. They know they're losing market share, and then all of a sudden they come out with this breakthrough thing. Nintendo doesn't have to do anything. Nintendo can do nothing and be a company for the next 10 years. That's right. how much money they have. Now, right. that being said, you showed me this portable thing, which I kind of like. You showed me that the controllers slide on the touchscreen, which is not a touchscreen, which could possibly be a touchscreen. And then I can take it with me, and then I can put it back into the taco and watch it on my regular television. Now, the things all come to a pan. Here we go. Ready? Battery life, number one issue. Number two, <clears throat> okay, what is the actual power on this thing? What If it's a handheld device, it's portable, they, what is it? They said, what, they said what it's is about it? the same processing power. It's better than the 360 and the PlayStation 3. So it's somewhere between PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. I just here's 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 how I look at it. I don't I don't care about Nintendo products anymore because they're crazy. Okay, in general, their whole logic on what they're thinking about making and doing is crazy. I don't believe I saw Skyrim as far as I can tell. I don't care if you thought that was Skyrim, unless unless Nintendo comes out next year and says, "Hey, here's our Switch and here's Skyrim." Until they actually say it, and here it is, and they show it to you. Right. I don't give a shit what Nintendo says. Nothing. I care. I hear nothing that they say. I'm tired of being lied to by companies promising something just to create sales 
and then for them to just renege on everything possible, the list will go on and on. I, I don't care. Okay. If it's portable and it works, congratulations. Tell me about the battery life. We'll talk about it next Christmas. Until then, it's it's this fictional genie in a bottle that we're all trying to rub to get the three wishes. We'll see what happens when Nintendo comes out with this. But I don't think uh, it, it, the market that it's for, I'm sure it'll work. I'm sure it will work. But as far as being a portable device that will play the games that all the people that we know want to play, that's right. a different story. Hold on one second. I got to bring up this uh, screen. There it is. <clears throat> you know, the, the commercial was so, commercial. Just, eh. The Nintendo Switch dock won't support USB hard drives, okay? And the consoles to support micro SDXC cards is rumored, uh, is what the actual uh, thing is. I actually like, I mean, obviously they can't put a disc into the portable device, right? That'd be game suicide, okay? Because obviously you're putting a disc in it, you're walking around, you're moving, you're bumping stuff, it'll scratch the disc, right? So they had to go with some sort of cartridge uh, type thing. Right. Plus, it's not the it's not the cartridges that we knew that we knew back in the day. This is a different different level of cartridge. The cartridge holds more information than the disc does. Right, right. So that's what they're talking about there. Also, one of the other stories that they're talking about is that uh, the report focuses on Nintendo Switch touchscreen will have an IR point, uh, pointer. So they're taking the Wii technology, you know, the Wii Remote. Okay, so when you have it slopped into the taco, right, the taco shell. And you can't use the touchscreen because originally they said there was no touchscreen, but now they're saying a rumor there is a touchscreen. So you can use the touchscreen capabilities, obviously, when you have it as a handheld. But when you're not using it as a handheld, you're going to have touchscreen abilities when you take the controllers and you can, you know, swipe and do stuff. I'm assuming there's going to be like a web browser and stuff like that because why would they just make it a gaming system? They probably want to do it, you know, as 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 best as they can with everything they could possibly shove into one one unit excuse me um so rumors are that the the battery life right now uh is only going to be about three three and a half hours which if that's true they're going to have to up that to about eight <laughs> right because if you're traveling uh and well you're airport, backup battery right that'll be the first thing right there's like a carrying case or something but then sure. it gets bigger and bigger and that's not really too portable anymore you know what i mean so uh yeah so that's that's the the info on that these are all rumored uh, as far as right now, um, so uh, th so that's that's that for that. Um, as far as your question in chat is um, is the Nintendo? Are you talking about the classic NES, the one that comes out on November 11th? Um, is if it's stream capability? Um, it's HDMI. So if you have a capture card, you can plug it into your HDMI port, and yeah, you could. But you're going to be streaming four by three because it's literally capturing the old school feel uh, of the, of the whole thing. So it's not going to be in widescreen Mario. You're not playing Zelda in widescreen. You're going to be playing four by three on your, your screen. So when you stream it, um, you're going to have boxes on both sides of the screen. It's going to be four by three. Um, <clears throat> and then as far as this system, um, it'd be really hard, I think, to stream it once it's out of the dock. Right, you would have to play it. You could probably stream this while it's in the dock because it has HDMI. But once you take it out of the dock, you're not going to be able to stream from the actual Nintendo itself. So, walking around with the car battery, yeah, right, right. 
<laughs> well, that's my point. Like everyone, everyone gets all googly eyed. But the the what is what is the actual reality of this? Right? Those two little things slide on the sides, and they do that little fancy click noise. Now I'm holding it. What is holding that thing on there? What is holding it's that three hundred? It's, like it's like a locking mechanism. Sure it is. Sure it is. Because right. you know, right, you're holding. Are... Right, you're depending right. on the two controllers. Right. Am that... I really holding? I'm not holding the screen. I'm holding the two controllers. Right. You're holding the two controllers. <clears throat> I think that's so, why it's. Look. Oh wait, and it, you know what? It slides down. Right. It should slide up. It, it should slide it should up. It should slide up. It should slide up. Right, because, because if, if I'm it slides it, down, you could be holding right. it, and then all of a sudden the locks could break, out. and then it just I, drops out. I can't wait to hear that shit. I can't wait. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Well, I told you, you can't do this. You know, when they, they just unlock it with two hands? No, you're going to have to hold it and then like, unlock each one. Like, you're not going right, to be able to... Well, what's holding it? The force? What's holding on to the side well, it's of it's probably the... a little plastic clip. <laughs> I'm assuming it's some sort of clicking device. You know what I mean? But, well, I mean... Look, all I know is people who are playing this game are irresponsible. That's all I know. Right. They don't walk a their lot dog. of kids. A lot of they don't kids. walk their dog. Right. They don't. They don't. They don't go outside. They don't like to hang out with their friends. All they, all they keep bringing is that I'm going to come over and go to the barbecue, but I want you to play my video game. Right, right. Like <laughs> that's not reality, people. That is not reality. <laughs> I'm telling you, Nintendo is crazy. They are crazy. Did anyone forget there was puppets showing me games? That was that was two years ago. Now. Okay, you gotta it doesn't let it go. matter. You gotta let it go. It doesn't matter. You I told it you it. Crazy is with you forever. It's not you're crazy today and you're cured tomorrow. You're crazy. Nintendo is crazy. I want to know though. I mean, without without third party support, it'll be another 3ds. They're, they're looking. No, it's going to make a lot of money for them. It's definitely going to make a lot of money for them because there is a hardcore. Nintendo base. They're only looking to yeah, sell the hardcore Nintendo base. They're is eight to eighteen. No, no, but they're looking to only sell two million copies. Okay, by 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 March of two thousand. Right, hold on. We'll ship. We expect to ship two million switches by the end of March. Right, so that's their goal for for the first month. So it's coming out in the beginning of March, I believe. I don't think there's an actual date yet. Beginning of March. It might be like March seventeenth or eleventh. Um, and they're they're going to ship two million of them out. Um, they're going to see how that goes. And then, remember, you said in the beginning, Nintendo doesn't have to sell anything and be successful still, right? I mean, they made a, a billion dollars off of Pokemon Go, and they didn't even make, they didn't even make the game. They just, they co-partnered with it, right? So they get, they get 30% of all sales of, of, of all that game, right? So they're, they're making a shit ton of money off of the, of that. And then on top of that, um, they, they, I think... With the third-party titles that are coming out, there's going to be a grasp of these people that were fans of Nintendo that come back to Nintendo that left because of the third-party support, right? There's going to be a small group that does that. And then if it's actually good, okay, if it's actually good, the word of mouth will spread, and then it'll become popular. Now, is it going to sell as many copies as, like, PlayStation 4? No, okay? But it's still going to be in the market. But the mobile gaming, right, because they're in a completely different market. you got to remember, this is not... It's it's a it's a couch console and it's also a mobile console, right? So they're going to be selling more because how cool would it be if Skyrim did actually come out for the system? Because it's not they they said they they don't know if it's coming out for the system, right? Let's say it does come out for the system, right? And now you're playing the game in your house. You take it out. You continue playing on the train. You continue playing it wherever the fuck you go. You come back. You're you're constantly playing. 
that's awesome, right? You never had to stop playing. You could, you, you don't have to eat. You don't have to do anything. But you, you, also have a, play. you also have a problem. If you have to play that much, you have a problem. Well, that's, that's you know, that's for them to make the decision. So that that's it. What I don't like about the Nintendo is why would they pick software or hardware, I should say, where it's just better than the consoles that are just leaving? Like, Xbox is like, we're not supporting Xbox 360 anymore. PlayStation 3 is like out the door. And Nintendo's like, you know what? We're going to make a system that's just better than that, but worse than what we're playing right now. What, in what mindset does that make sense? Crazy. <laughs> what, they, they keep telling you, what crazy. What mindset does that, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's so weird that they chose that. Like, I don't know, make just a little bit bigger system with a hardier graphics card, right? I mean, that thing's going to be a fucking hot as balls. Right? It has to be. Right? It's going to be like a, a, a heat sink in your hand. <laughs> right. It would have to be. And then the if plastic. It's running, if it's oh, running the same here. stuff that, that they're telling you can run, okay, it's the whole the whole thing has to be built on a heat sink. So, so I can just see the plastic clips melting, and all of a sudden you're playing, and it just falls out. And just the fucking middle part just. <laughs> it's the ground shatters. So, yep. And it breaks There's like a spider crack everywhere. And it, and, it, and it breaks like a taco shell. It breaks like a taco shell. All right, so that's the Nintendo news. Um, other news Microsoft came out with. Um, let me see if I have the story. Okay, so three things Microsoft came out with. Uh, not yesterday, it was Tuesday they announced their stuff. Uh, they came out with three things they want you to know, and I think this is pretty cool, right? Microsoft is making a big push on stuff, and I, I, I kept saying it. I think they're... They're they're playing it right with the dual Windows 10 slash mic uh, you know Xbox uh, working on both things. One, they're coming out with their own new Windows 10 VR headset. They're kind of just jumping in. Um, they're getting in the right price point. It's three hundred dollars, right? And I said that if you want a good VR headset to get into the mass markets, three hundred dollars is where you need to be. That's just a headset though, right? Because it's going to hook up to your Windows 10 machine. Um. Everyone else is charging $600, right? The Oculus Rift, the THC Vine, both cost over $600 for that. So they're coming out with their, and they're also going to in incorporate games they've created. So just imagine, like, a Gears of War, you know, VR style, right? And it's exclusive for Windows. So that, that they have good ways of, of doing it that. And then I think they're just dipping their toe in the water to see how this goes, right? They're like, yeah, we'll throw $300 uh, into the VR's, uh, VR ring to see how it goes. Because I think they're going to really push on the um, the HoloLens as well. They're going to use this to integrate later down the line to make the HoloLens even better. Uh, number two, they're integrating Beam, which we do stream on, right? Beam.pro, which was bought by uh, Microsoft. They're going to incorporate it into all Xbox Ones next year. Or all Xboxes, I should say. So all Xboxes will now have, just like Twitch, where you can stream live to Twitch, you'll be able to stream live to Beam directly from your Xbox, okay? Also, from your Windows 10 machine. If you have Windows 10, all you have to do, open up the app, and you can stream directly from your PC without using OBS, XSplit, or anything else that you want to use uh, directly to their actual site. Um, so they're putting, they're putting a lot of... Uh, stuff in the basket for beam they really want to push to try to get in competition or not even competition maybe just market share of where twitch is just dominating in right so that's number two and number three if this works 
we've heard about it at E3, the arena system, right? The tournament, custom tournament system. So Xbox Live is getting the esports-friendly gamer-generated tournaments for arena. It basically means you can set up your own bloodthirsty content, uh, contests of gaming skill with minimum stress. It works with Xbox and Windows 10 devices and supports custom rules and abilities to edit your guest list. That sounds pretty fucking cool if it works to what they say it does. If it works exactly how they just described it, it's going to be great because people that run Destiny tournaments, people that run Overwatch tournaments, people that run any kind of tournaments for any kind of game they want can do it real fast in these type in, in this system. So these are three announcements they came out with. They also came out with a new um, a new computer, which is uh, new products. This computer is pretty badass. Now I don't know if I if I have a video of it. I probably is that don't. is that arena thing the the contest thing. That's supposed to come out in November. When that, um, when, that, when, that, when that software comes out, they they said it was supposed to come out in November, but it, I think it got pushed back for the beginning of the year. I'm not really too sure, but <clears throat> Gears of War though is third person. Yeah, I understand that, Duplis. But what I'm saying is they could make it into a VR experience just because the game itself is third person. Who's to say they couldn't make something for just the VR exclusively for the Windows? That's what I'm saying. I just used it as an example. I didn't say they were going to make a uh, Gears VR. Uh, I'm just using that as an example where, just like they did Batman. Batman's a third person, yet they're making Batman VR. Point right there. All right, so uh, the, the computer they came out with is this 28-inch beautiful fucking screen. Okay, it looks like an iMac. Okay, the the base of it is where all the computer junk is. And it's on this like swiveling. I, I can bring up a picture of it. I don't have the video. I can bring up a picture of it though. Okay, so there you go. It's the big one in the in the in the far far left. So it's got a base, and then the screen like literally folds down on a like, sort of like a uh, thirty degree angle. So you can have it straight up and use it as a keyboard and mouse, or you can just bring it down and use it as a tablet or whatever on an, on a, an angle, sort of like the iPad when you put it in a case. And then on top of that, it comes with this like dial, this like mouse type thing where it interacts with the screen. So if you're an artist, if you're a person that uses Photoshop, uh, if you use any kind of editing software, you can take it and literally place it on the screen. Once it makes contact with the screen, whatever app you're in, it, like, interacts with it. So, for instance, the thing they showed was a painter. He put this tool right on the screen, and all of a sudden, a color palette circle came around the device they had on the screen. And then all she did was turn the dial to what color she wanted, and then she was painting, uh, she was painting with her finger, uh, you know, on the screen. I was like, wow, this is fucking amazing. And I was like, how much does this thing cost? And then they dropped the price tag. Yeah, $3,000. $3,000. That's their magic number. That's that's an expensive <clears throat> machine. Um, that's that's something that definitely... And that's an i5. That's an i5 processor with 8 gigabytes of RAM and 2 gig uh, NVIDIA GPU. For, for, th for $3,000, that's a shitty-ass system, right? Because I literally have like an i7. I have uh, twice the amount of RAM... And I have a better graphics card than that. And I paid a third, a third of the price than what they paid for this. I'm so, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the, the, the normal customer base of, of 
um, Microsoft and Apple products knows what that stuff is supposed to cost. They just assume that the computer costs the two grand or three grand that it costs. I I don't think they're savvy enough to know what what the price structure is. Right, right. I don't know, but Microsoft made some good. I think Microsoft had a better conference on Tuesday than Apple did today or Wednesday. I'm sorry because today's Thursday. So yeah, so that's all the news for for Microsoft. Um, let me see what else uh, we got on the agenda. Uh, oh, let's talk about the Bethesda. Bethesda. Uh, today, or two days ago, actually. That's the wrong clip. Let me shut that down. Pop. All right. So, Bethesda decided that they are not going to release games early anymore for review copies. And I think me and you have a different stance on this, and I'd like to hear what you have to think about it. So, so basically, the reason they are stopping to do this is that... Months and months before Fallout... I don't like this. Hold on. Months and months before Fallout 4 came out, it got leaked, the Fallout 4 ending, right? Which they said hurt their sales numbers and such. So this is one of the reasons they decided to do it. Now, they also use it earlier this year. They said, we released Doom. It was sent review copies to arrive the day before launch, which led to speculation about the quality of the game. Since then, Doom has emerged as critical to a commercial hit and is now one of the highest rated shooters in the past few years. They sold 3 million copies uh, on day one with no review copies or anything. It literally came out and, 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 and did it. So um, what is your thoughts on this? Like uh, this is bigger than what is just on the paper. Right. I know, I know what they're trying to say. They don't want stuff to be spoiled because there are going to be reviewers out there who, who are just people who either hate on them in general and just going to say bad shit or people that are going to leak the information to ruin their sales. What they say is their game sales uh, because of the, the spoiler or whatever. Right. <clears throat> the fact of the matter is if, if this, if this decision is followed by the rest of the development community, this is a complete um, negative towards the consumer base. Because if we don't get, if we don't get the reviews out before we get the game out, then you have to actually wait for the game to come out and then not buy it and then wait for the reviewers to actually review it and then go out and buy it. Now, to me, I don't care, okay? Because I can wait, okay? You don't need the game. You do not need a game day one, one, okay? Because you're going to miss out on anything, all you FOMOs, okay? Everybody who's a FOMO, FOMO? you FOMOs. Fear of missing out. Oh, I got like you. if they don't get if they don't get the pre-order <laughs> and they don't get the DLC, they don't get the the, the season pass. They're not going to get that special gun or the special skin, the one that they're going to use for ten fucking seconds before they move on to the next thing. Like there there is nothing that you need day one that you can't wait a week for the proper reviews to go by. Right. right. Okay. So that being said, they say it's supposed to be for good, but what that really means is they know they know. That the ravenous gamers, impatient, they don't wait for nothing, they want everything now, that if they don't get that review, okay, they're going to buy that game regardless, okay? We have got to educate, we've got, we have got to educate the gamer base and to say, I'm voting with my wallet, is the game good? Can I just know if the game's good before I buy it? Before, you should never know. If you bought it, it's yours. That's it. Suck or not, it's yours. Okay? Long time ago, you could return stuff. 
Not anymore. Right. Right. So you need those reviews. You need reviews. You need, because a lot of people do rely on some of these guys who review games. Well, they th- do. There was a there was a percentage, um, and this is not <laughs> looked up. This is this is from the No on YouTube. I watched the video, and they said that only three percent of the people still rely on reviews. Okay, and eleven percent of the people will rely on word of mouth. This is a stat that they they did. And everybody else is just like this, foaming at the mouth. Waiting for release date. Right. I pre-ordered. I can't can't wait. And I, I gotta get it. Like that's how they are. Like, and then the game sucks. And you're gonna you're gonna blog for the next three weeks. Game sucks. This game sucks. This game sucks. Well, you bought it. Right. Right. You bought it. So I don't I don't understand. Wait. Just wait. Wait for an actual gameplay. Wait for actual what the game is. Wait for someone to tell you this is what the game is supposed to be. Not just this. I gotta get it, dude. Pre-order, bro. I pre-order, gotta get bro. It. Got we pre- gotta get pre-ordered, bro. Got pre-order, like, bro. I, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand that you actually believe that you need the DLC pre-order, whatever bundle, because you're gonna miss out on something. Like right. I can hold it above your head. Look what I got, bro. I pre-ordered. Got my iPhone case. Yeah. I- like, who cares? Who cares? See, you have to allow. You have to allow the media, just like anything else. To review. Well, here's the thing, right? And I agree. Credible sources. I agree. Credible media sources. I agree with you there, right? So they still said they're going to let, like, YouTube content creators and stuff uh, get stuff, but they obviously won't be able to release any information uh, until until it releases, right? Um, But there's no review copies going out early to people to play in their own homes. Like, so they will, they'll fly people or whoever's close by or whatever to go to record footage and then they can release it. I'm okay with this actually. Okay. Because, and I thought about it for a bit and I was like, well, this actually helps the people that pre-order to not pre-order. Right. Because if the person's not letting a copy out to review, then they're actually looking at it going, you know what? I'm going to wait because it is word of mouth. Right. And nowadays it's digital copies you don't have to actually go to the store to get a physical copy because back in the day, pre-order was to see how many stores needed that copy. And now there's digital copies, so you can pre- literally pre-order if you wanted to, get the digital copy, and still get your shit without ever leaving the comfort of your own home. So the way Bethesda's doing it is, look, Bethesda's also covering their ass. They have a lot of buggy games, right? Lots of bugs in their games. Great games, hundreds and hundreds of hours to play, very buggy. So that protects them again against that. Because people, I mean, obviously, actually, it doesn't really, because if they pre-ordered it, then they wouldn't know it's buggy. But now if they have to wait till it comes out and then people on Twitch and YouTube start playing it day one, okay, people are going to come into Twitch, okay, and ask the streamer that's playing that game on day one, right? Because it's 24 hours in the day, right? They don't have to get it at fucking midnight, right? There's 24 hours in the day. Word of mouth travels fucking fast, especially with Twitter and everything else. All it takes is one big streamer to stream the game for 32,000 people, okay? And then that person tweets out something, he goes out to his a million followers, and boom, you've hit the mass markets by doing absolutely nothing. They've actually worked against themselves all these years, letting out copies early because people get the games, they data mine it, and then they, they, re- they release leaks and shit, right? This way, they're not going to get anything out of anybody, right? It's a business in the, at the end of the day. And this we is the, know that. this is the smartest. So this is the smartest thing that they could do as a business. Okay, like so on day one, perfect, right? Co Carnage, okay, that Cabbage just brought up. He doesn't get an early release anymore, right? But he's still gonna play it on day one because he's a huge Fallout fan and he's a huge Bethesda fan. So on day one, it comes out. 
He wakes up at 8 o'clock in the morning. He, he downloads it because he got the digital copy on his PC, okay? Because he's not going to the store to buy a physical PC copy, okay? Gets it on day one, starts playing it. Gives it his first reviews right as he's playing it live, okay? And they're like, oh, what do you think about the game? Oh, I think it's great, blah, blah, blah. It's got a couple bugs here and there, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, oh would, would, would you get it? Would you think I should buy it? And they're like, well, yeah, if you like Fallout, blah, 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 I would buy it. Boom. That guy's going to go run to the store and go, I want to pick up a, the copy of Elder Scrolls Six, or I want to pick up a, a copy of uh, Fallout 5, whatever. Okay, I honestly, I think it's a better market for them because they're not going to get any negative reviews beforehand. Okay, you as the they're putting the ball back in the the gamers court, which is a beautiful thing, right? Because now you as the gamer get to decide you go, oh, well, there's not going to be any reviews released early. So I have to wait for the game to come out. So there's no point for me to pre-order because so you don't think that's going to hurt day one sales. But here's the thing. Does it matter about day one sales? It does to them. No, it doesn't. It does to their shareholder. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't because they can just take day one and move it to day seven. Okay? So they could actually take it and go one week after. What are our sales one week after? And then put that. That's all. They they don't give a shit about that. Day one means absolutely nothing because over the long haul, yeah, great. Day one, they sold 10 million copies. Well, now on day seven, they sell 10 million copies because now if the game is good and the people like the game, they're going to tell it word of mouth. People are going to go out and buy it. If you're a person that pre-orders games, you don't have to pre-order. Don't pre-order to get a fucking fake thing in the game you're going to use for 10 seconds and then move on with your life. Okay, there's no point. So just or if you really wanted to, you could pre-order. But they know they know the demographics. They know that nobody waits. If I don't get the review until afterwards, that's, I'm going to get that game. If, I, if I have the, the slightest inkling, yeah, yeah. But what's going to happen now is you're going to have these fucking crazy ass fucking commercials that promote the game before you know anything about it, and the and the monkey crew is going to go out and pre-order it just based on the fucking commercial. Survival of the Phillies. Anyone remember this one? Hey. Anyone remember what, what this yeah, one remember, was? Remember No Man's Sky? Okay. Okay. No one knew what it was, right? Came out, sold a shit ton of copies. Uh, no, they, they sold a shit ton of pre-orders. No, 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 but it also sold a shit ton of copies, right? And everyone's like, oh, I'll play it. And, they, and they're like, this game sucks, right? So now, learn your lesson. You've been bit, right? Don't stick your hand out again. Wait back, sit back. So when a Bethesda game comes out, go, hey, you know what? I'm going to wait. But if you're a Bethesda fan, you're going to get a day one, regardless, because you're a Bethesda fan. But if you're not a Bethesda fan... You're going to sit back and wait a week. Save an extra paycheck. Wait for that extra money to come in. Make an educational decision. Watch Twitch because of it. Because of oh, Twitch. I, because of YouTube. Oh, I wish they would. Because, oh, wish because they of would, Twitch. Sir. Because of wish they would. shows like us, right? Where if we get the game early, not early, I mean early like day one, and we played it, and then the following week we talk about it, you can make an educational decision based on our opinions. If you like our opinions... And you go, you know what? I kind of like what Sarge said about that. Maybe, you know, he didn't like the game. Maybe I won't like the game. But 30 liked the game. Maybe I'll like the game. Make yourself an educated decision if you like a game or you don't like a game. Don't go with the masses. Wait for your per- your favorite streamer or YouTuber to show you gameplay footage and then make a choice off that. I like this. I think all companies are going to take this effect and go forward. And now when they actually do a review... Okay, IGN, when they do a review now, maybe they'll actually take their time and put a review. They can't take their time. No, they, they can because it doesn't really matter anymore because they're still going to sell copies. It's a digital copy anyway. They're not going to sell fucking magazines. They're just getting no, hits. No, but it's no, it's eyeballs on site. That's fine. 
the review companies now have to get the game at the same time you do, which means they're going to have to rush through the game in order to be the first ones to get a review out because they want the eyeballs on them. But then the whole okay? the whole So now you're going to get it you're going to get a, a a poor quality review because the actual media companies are going to have to rush through in order to get it done. So so what that means though is it it's going to change the way everything happens. The way they get review copies when sales start happening in the actual games. If it's not day one, then it's fucking, you know, I mean, games still come out early and still don't get a review when when the game gets released. And they get three, four days ahead of time. It all depends on what type of game it is. It's a 100-hour game, okay? But we've done this to ourselves, though. And I think, and I, and I applaud Bethesda for stepping up, going, you know what? You guys screwed us over by putting out our game and telling the people the ending of the game because you're a cocksucker. Well, now you're not going to get an early copy, right? They, they're fighting against the people that actually break the rules. And now, I don't know if we're being penalized. I kind of like the move. I mean, I don't usually buy a game on day one unless I know I'm, I love that game. Right? If it's a game, you know, I haven't bought Gears. Gears has been out for two weeks. Right? I'm going to wait. Never bought Doom. I'll probably wait a year. I played Batman Arkham Knight a fucking year later. You know what I mean? So, for me, it doesn't really affect me in any way, shape, or form. I'm sure it affects millions of other people because they rely on a, on, on, on a review copy from someone. But at the same time, I don't really read reviews to buy a game. I buy a game based on if I think I'm going to like it based on what I saw. All right? And if I'm not sure about it, I wait. I wait and then see what the word of mouth is. That's just my opinion. So, I don't know. I like it. I like the actual move by it. What do you guys think in chat? Do you guys like it? Yes or no? Spam it in chat. Yes or no? All right. Let me go to the next story. Go ahead. You were going to say something. I got to bring up the next story anyway. No, no. I... I just, I just think it's, a, it's, a, it's one of these things where it's a slippery slope. I understand they're trying to defend themselves, but I, I, I don't think the, I don't think the people actually wait anymore. If the commercial looks good, and they, they hype it up enough, they're gonna put the pre-order anyway. They don't care. They're not gonna wait for the review. Right. They now, if that's the, if that's the case, and their, and their, and their polling is correct, and they say that only three percent are affected by reviews, which I don't think, I think is bullshit. To be honest with you, and I think more people are looking at reviews for video games. Now, I, I understand it takes a lot of money. It's, it's one of these things where it's a lot of risk on the company's, uh, plate. I get this, right? You're making a AAA title. You've invested five years of your time, millions of dollars. Okay, we get it. Okay, so you have to sell it. You have to sell it. Okay, think about it. You have to sell this game. All right, you could be at, at any moment. You have to remember this. At any moment, any game developer is one game away from closing the door. Okay, one game away. Okay, if you fuck up bad enough, it's over. So you have to sell that game. So now what they're going to end up doing is they're going to overhype the shit out of whatever game comes out, if it's piss or not. Okay, right. They're going to hype it up. And they're going to get those pre-order sales and as many sales as they can get, as much as they can, because nobody will have a review before that game comes out. Nobody. Right. Okay? That's the issue. Okay? My issue is, is that they can make crap all day long now without any, without any uh, uh, risk. Right? Because they're going to they get to do whatever they want to sell that product. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like so, I said, the ball's back in our court. So if you want to be educa educational, like if I'm a content creator, obviously I'm going to... You know, I'm co-carnage. I'm going to get it on day one, right? And I'm going to play the game. So he's doing a service, right? He is. Right, right. No, but that's the way the market's going, right? Right. Instead of making uh, reviewers and stuff like that, you're taking the word of mouth of somebody that you trust, that you watch. So if he comes out day one and plays the game and says it's bad, right? And you just wait that four-hour gap because he, he's a morning streamer. 
right? You wait that four hours till noon to make a decision going, hey, you know what? He didn't like it. I'm, I'm going to sit up back a little bit. You don't have to spend your money. But if you like the game, you can go out and get the game on day one still, right? You don't get an actual physical copy of the review on paper, but you yeah, still get a not, guy's yeah, point of view. Yeah, but it's not that. It's the pre-orders. It's the pre-orders. It's the hype. Well, it's the hype, why... the commercial marketing, and it causes the pre-orders. That's what we're discussing. And that's why I say never pre-order. Don't pre-order, bro. Don't pre-order. I'm with you on that. One. I know. We're both on, on that. I'm just saying. Don't pre-order, bro. Don't pre-order. There's, there's no reason. There's absolutely zero reason to pre-order. Uh, real quick, another story that, uh, what, what time are we at? We have, uh, 9.27. Yeah, okay. So we have a little more than 30 minutes. Been live for one hour and 26 minutes. All right. So, um, real quick, uh, I saw this thing on, on the internet. It, it said that they did a frame rate test. I should have brought this up when we did, played Battlefield, uh, when we were talking about it. Uh, between PS4, Xbox One, and PC, right? And they did a frame rate test, uh, frames per second. None of the none of them are running at sixty frames, or I'm sorry, uh, the the PlayStation's not running at 120; it's running at 90, right? And then the Xbox is running at 90 as well, right? Um, but frames per second, PlayStation's around low 40s to high 40s on intense moments in the game, where Xbox is at the high 40s, low 50s, okay, during high moments of the game, and at the same being a consistent around 60 frames per second, Xbox One is actually better at keeping Battlefield 1 at 60 frames per second than PlayStation 4. I thought that was pretty interesting. That's just not really a news story. I just thought it was a stat that I was like, hmm. I thought the, well, the PlayStation it, would actually I be more... It's got something to do with how they're running the cards, how they run the cards inside the Xbox. I'm, I'm, I, I'm hoping stability is what they were going for. I'm right. hoping since we still don't have dedicated servers, I'm hoping that stability was the main thing going for it because if the game is glitchy and, and, and you end up with bad frame rapes in the middle of a battle, it, it kills the game. Right. And so far, so far, I did notice a few stoppages. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, it, certain it gets, things are happening? It gets, when, it, when there's a lot of explosions going on, it, it, it fucking gets like really choppy yeah. for a bit. Right. Um, other stories, uh, PS4 gets Neo Geo support this year with Metal Slug and, and many more. So I guess it's like a, sort of like an emulator for PS4. So you get to play the Neo Geo. Uh, that's a real quick quick one. Uh, Xbox One gets Adobe Atoms support next year. So uh, you actually can play, uh, I guess, the digital music and stuff. I really don't know what, what that is. Hold on one second. The Atoms support next year. Uh, Xbox One and Xbox One S is unable to un output in Adobe Atoms AV receiver. So... Um, you don't get to watch Blu-rays with the audio very well. So they have actually are going to implement this later so you can watch your 4K UHD Blu-ray player, uh, use it as a, uh, a Blu-ray player with the actual good sound quality. There you go. Yay. Um, what else? Uh, oh, the creators have evolved. The game that everyone loved to get, and then they had a really strange price point for like seven different copies of Unlock This at what time, and then it bombed two weeks later, and then it came free to play earlier this year. And now the people that made Evolve are not closing shop, but they said they're no longer supporting the game. It's done. So it's never coming free to play to the console. It's just it's just dead. So if you're that if you're that last person that was playing Evolved, I'm sorry. They're, they're closing it down. So that's that for that. And then a little bit more information about uh, Kojima's uh, new game, Death Stranding. 
uh, where that one was weird, where it was a naked baby, and he picks up the baby, and it was at the E3, and we're like, what the fuck is this? Um, a little bit of news came out saying it will be an open-world game. Okay, so it will be an open-world game, but with online, with online elements. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means, like, Fable-ish, where it's like an open world, but at the same time, you see other players, but they won't be in your world until you commute. You know what I mean? Like, really don't know. So, if you're a big fan of uh, Kojima, uh, there you go. He's making an open world game for his comeback. For his comeback here. Uh, all right, that concludes all the news stories that we have. So we can talk about we can talk about Destiny. So do we have to? Yeah, let's talk about Destiny because yeah, it's it's a main part of the show. Yeah, all right, so Festival of the Lost. Okay, which I'm, which is I'm basically defi- I'm definitely lost. nothing. I'm definitely which lost. is definitely nothing. Uh, if you have three characters, it's three. Ch- it's basically three chances to get Boom. possibly to get the uh, ornaments for two different weapons. Um, otherwise, it's just stuff to keep you busy. Um, once again, uh, I get the cuteness. You you're allowed to do cuteness stuff like this when you're an MMO and you have holiday stuff and you can do cuteness things like this. But as we all know, Destiny's not an MMO. So I don't want to hear about any of this cutesy nonsense anymore. I don't care, okay? It should either be Sparrow League Racing or something. Something else that's going on in the world. Not just some nonsense. It's That's what it is. It's nonsense. I actually like it. I, I was on uh, the Rangers Round Table, obviously, on Monday nights. Check me out there. Um, we We talked about it, and I said, you know, I wish they did more like the MMOs, like a World of Warcraft, like the Lord of the Rings, like, like Elder Scrolls Online has a, uh, you know like a Halloween theme going on right now for the two weeks. I wish they decorated more, right? Did more stuff. So like when they said they were making it nighttime for the, for the, for the crucible stuff, I thought they were going to go all out. Like, like overwatch did calm down, tally calm down. I said overwatch, uh, overwatch where they made a whole fucking board where it looks haunted and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it looks beautiful. Um, so I wish they did more of that. Right. And in, in this, in this update, what they did, was they did something which was cooler. Um, you had to go find you had to go find a broomstick, and you have a sparrow wizard broomstick, basically, right? So you get to ride the broomstick, which is a sparrow, and it's pretty fucking cool. Too bad they're taking it away from us at the end of the two weeks. You don't get to have it after that. Um, but another nice little thing is if you walk into the tower, remember that clean bot that was sweeping with the broom? All of a sudden, she's missing the broom, right? And she starts talking. Like, oh, I miss my broom. Has anyone seen my broom? Like every so there's like little little bits and pieces in there, which I like. I wish they did more though. Like, we have to wear masks, right? To do certain challenges and stuff. I think it'd be cool if you walked into a boss fight and that boss was wearing another boss's mask. Right? Just it's stupid. For shits and giggles. Yeah, shits and giggles, it's stupid, but go go above and beyond what it is, right? Like, when you go to a board, it should be creepy, like, spooky sounds happening. Uh, it should be, like, haunted. It should have, like, a different, like, just a different look to it. Just something to go, you know what, this is Halloween. This is how it's going to be for Halloween. And the people that don't have Destiny or maybe don't play it as much, it would bring them back a little bit more to play it just because of these little things that they put in um, more in the game. I like it. I like that they add it now as far as far as the quests go that's about as all i have to say about it right the quest is super fucking short and it's kind of stupid and it's just elongated stuff so it's like oh well you need to do this with this mask and then you need to collect these with this mask 
And then you need to go back and collect it with this mask. And it's like, this is just busy work to do absolutely nothing, to get nothing except for a treasure thing that we can only get for two weeks that you're going to take away from us after the fact. And it's like, there's no point. I think they should give more shaders out to make our armor look more like hauntedness to it. I think they should... Um, they just need to do a bunch of different things, right? It's a halloween theme stuff. Do more uh, for it. I think it'd be cool um, if... If they, they they did some more themes as far as if it was Sparrow League Racing, like you're on a haunted board, uh, the the vehicles are all broomsticks, or you can put different kind of flames, or they look spooky, or spider webs are on them. Something just more creative. Like this time, you're, you're respawn. You can come back as an engram, like Bats Fly Out, which is the year one. Um, there was another one with spiders that, that appear. Now, I still have a delete button for my pumpkins. Right, you can, I'll say it again. Right. I still don't have a delete button right. for my pumpkin. Right, right. The pumpkin. I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, and then they missed out on something, man. Like, day one, they could have had a quest, right? And you could complete that quest pretty fast. And then day two, they could have had a different quest, okay? And they could have done day one through day seven different quests every single day. And then if you Art. missed it, if you missed it, okay, next week because it's here for two weeks, it's the same quests again, and you can do those again, just in case you missed it if you were a player that couldn't do it week one, right? It's just one fucking quest line, one quest line. Wear the, wear the Traveler's Mask, wear the uh, Cryptarch's Mask, wear the tra uh, whatever fucking uh, uh, Saladin's Mask. To me, they dropped the ball on this. If you're going to do something, just don't do a little half-assed stuff. I mean... It's fun, but it, it, I'm so bored right now, right? And I'm a huge Destiny player. I don't have 9,000 hours like the guy does in, in, in the first place on how much time you've wasted on Destiny.com, okay? I have like 1,200 or 1,300, something like that, um, because I'm, you know, I, I, I'm just bored. I'm bored. I don't even have a drive anymore to do the raid. I don't even have a drive to do the raid. Do you really have 2,600 hours? Really? Just stupid. I just wrote down oh. hashtag twenty six hundred hours <laughs> to see what would happen. I was like, I don't think you have That's that much. Um, I just think I don't know why I'm bored. Right? It's not because of like BF one coming out. I'm having a blast. I'm having a blast playing BF one, and it's not even a game that compares to to Destiny. I go into Destiny and I'm like, I got it. It's like a job right now. I wake up when I used to have a job. Right? When I used to work an actual 9-to-5 job, I was like, oh, God, I got to go to work again today? Like, that's how I feel with Destiny. It's like a, it's like a job, and I don't... I don't there are, there's, there's six guys. There are six guys keeping us busy. Everybody else is working on something else. That's, I, all, that's, that's all that's going on right now, good people. There are six people in a room working up this stuff. I, I'm telling you, all the people who had any ideas about how to come up with a story or do something with a story were all fired, and they all left, one or the other. And you are left with the concrete guys who make really good uh, graphics, gunplay, mechanics, that kind of thing. Those guys are left. And you end up with exactly what we have. We've got great gunplay, great mechanics, and shitty story. I, I, I think That's exactly what we have, yeah. and it's exactly the way it stayed. I think because what, everybody else is working on other stuff. I don't think they ever fired the, uh, the actual story people. Because I think the people, when Bungie separated from Microsoft, and they, they broke into 343 and Bungie... I think all the writing staff went to 343, like the creative people, and then all the, the mechanical people came over to Bungie, and it shows, 
It's one of the most beautiful, crafted games with the best gunplay I've ever played in any first-person shooter game. But it's missing in creativity of anything else as far as anything goes. It's dropping the ball so hard. Like... Because we know too much. If uh, this game came out, if this game came out ten years ago, it'd be the greatest game ever, ever. Right. But because of all the stories that we know, all the all the different details of the of the lore of all these different worlds of the people people created over the last couple of years or the last decade, rather, just nothing. Right. It's just nothing. Yeah. Right? It, it's it's a it's a collection of not completed stories. Like you don't care what happened to the stranger. You don't care what happened to Eris with the sword. You don't care what happens. You don't. You don't care. Like we tell you the story, everyone's involved, and just as we get to the climax, you're like, eh, let me yeah, move on. Yeah. Like you know, there's no closure. There's been no closure since the beginning. There's no closure. Somebody, somebody said to me on on, on the because I, what I said on um on the Rages round table, I said, I'm a person that's a completionist, and I want to do the raid at least once, right? If not more, but I'll do it once. Once on normal, once on hard. And someone commented. On, on on the YouTube video and said, "What's wrong with you, thirty? Have you ever played a game just for fun?" And I'm like, "Every game, yeah, every game I, I like, play I, just for I fun. play every game for fun because I don't want to do the raid a hundred times. Doesn't mean I'm not having fun, and I'm not having fun right now. So I stop playing the game for a bit because I'm just not having fun. I go on. I played it earlier today. I got my strike. I got my little thing. I got uh, my new um, uh, mask or whatever. And I'm like, great." What now? What do I do now? Right? So, I mean, if I do the raid before the end of the year, I'd be okay with that. If I don't do it by the end of the year, I'm okay with that too. Like, I'm okay. Like, I think I might go back into, if our group gets together, we'll do the raid. If we don't get back together, I'll, I'll pop in maybe once a week, do some stuff, level up two levels in 30 seconds, and then uh, go play a different game because there's so many games out there. I actually should thank Bungie for for not putting content in your game, so I can go play those other games and not feel hostage to your to your game. I thought right. I thought Rise of Iron was going to be a lot more than it was, and I was very disappointed. It was great, don't get me wrong, for what it was, but it's not DLC. It's definitely not thirty dollar DLC. Uh, Far Harbor for Fallout by itself was better DLC than what Rise of Iron brought to Destiny. To be fair, though, very hard to compare one game to the other. I understand what you're saying, though, but it's very hard to compare. But you're talking about are we talking about meat on the bone content? Yeah, it's I a just, different, it's a different, it's a different playstyle of game. Well, no, I felt like the April update added more to the game than this DLC, right? And the DLC that the patch they threw in in April improved all the guns, improved the systems of leveling the guns. You know what I mean? Like it changed Destiny. This was like, eh, here you go. Here's a here's a quick five mission story based thing. Have fun for two hours. I mean, it could, right? It could be. It, it could be so much more. And like, I'm, I'm not falling for it anymore. Yeah. We well, know. You, you know, you're not going to get it. You know, you're not going to get the story you want. You're going to get Grimoire cards, right? And everyone keeps talking about what Destiny Two is going to be like. I'm like, what do you, what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. Did they, did they hire? I want to hear the people that they hired for the story. Did they hire anybody new? Oh yeah. yeah no, if, they, if they, if they didn't hire a completely different group of people that weren't really associated with them at all, and I want a background on what they did. No, no, because they, otherwise they, they hired they hired some writers from Mass Effect. So okay. we'll we're, see. We're Destiny Two, hopefully. So, like we'll I said, see. I'm 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 in for sixty more dollars, right? I'm in for Destiny Two. I'm I'm sold. 
sold for Destiny 2. They got me hook, line, sinker. I'm in for one more $60 push, right? If they do not change anything and just keep the same fucking like cookie dough cutter, blah, blah, blah. And then the just, format works. That's why they no, kept it. I know that. And that's why I said I'm only in for $60 more. If Destiny 2 comes out and it's the almost the exact, I'm not going to be blinded by. Oh, wow, they changed the gun system. You could put a Look scope at the on colors, it. Right. children. Right, I'm not going to. I'm not going to fall for that. If they come out with an actual Destiny 2 and they put like it's leaked, like it's been leaked, where it's going to be large cities, and I'm walking from place to place, and there's going to be different planets, and there's going to be different things. I'm all, I'm all about it. Is there going to be a struggle where we're trying to push back the darkness like they told us? I'm, all, I'm all, we're I, supposed to try to push these guys out of our solar system finally? Right. I'm okay. Are doing anything? I mean, I'm even okay with my character being resetted. I actually might reset my character now just so I have something to do for eight hours. Okay? Because I just don't know what to do. I'm literally bored. Out of my mind, I go in there and I'm like, ugh. I'm waiting for Iron Banner. That's my favorite time of the, of the fucking month when Iron Banner comes out. It's just that I love that Crucible time. I love that Crucible time. I don't know why. I like the way the Iron Banner stuff looks. I like the way it, you, like, it just feels good. I like going against the people in Iron Banner uh, or laggy banners to say. But I'm just not feeling, I'm just not feeling Destiny right now. And it's okay. People are going to hate me. They're going to be like, oh, there's that guy again. There's 30. He sure hates that fucking Destiny. Well, don't fucking play it, you fucking moron. You know what I mean? And that's fine. I won't play it. I'm going to go play other games and bitch about. I wish they had content for a game I love. I just wish. I wish they did because I'm, I'm tired of running the same stuff over and over again. The difference, like you said, you can't compare games. Like, I'm doing the same shit in Battlefield, right? I'm literally going from point A to point B, capturing flags, shooting people in the face, getting killed. It's the uh, same. Yes, but the Battlefield moments it's is the, what makes right, it special. It's the same thing over and over, but yet it's different every single time I play. Where I play a strike in Destiny, I'm playing I'm the same. The same I'm killing again. the same guys. I know what doors they're coming out of. I know where, when they spawn, what order they come in. When to protect against them? You're not even really playing a game. You're doing. You're just doing it by memory what now. Memory, right? You're just doing it by memory now, uh, and that's what the raids come down to. You're like, okay, we killed the first wave. The second wave comes out of that door. Okay, Sun Singer, go ahead and shoot your rockets. Okay, this person, okay, up, oh, monitor up there. It's it's it, to me. It's it's not innovative. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. I, I haven't done challenge mode yet. I haven't done hard mode. There's people out there like, well, you don't know what you're missing, and I don't. And that's why I'm not commenting on that stuff. I'm only commenting on the stuff that I know. And the stuff that I know, I'm bored with. So there's that. Um, one story that we, we, we missed, it's real short. Um, we talked about it months ago. Uh, let me shut this Iron Banner because we're done talking about Destiny. No Destiny Iron Banner anymore. Um, so thanks for everyone that just came in watching. Appreciate it. Hit that follow button. If you did hit that follow button, I really appreciate you guys uh, hitting that follow button. We're here every single Thursday. Generation X Gaming. Every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the story that we missed, we talked about a couple months ago, was the strike, the voice actor strike that I said that when it does happen, will make more impact down the road has happened, right? So there is a strike. So we won't actually see this happen because it's the gaming industry and games that are in development right now that maybe you're not even at that point of voice acting are not affected. But the people that are right now, that the games are like in that stage that are coming out, let's say, late 2017, early 2018, are going to be affected by this. And as, as regular gamers, you think about it, oh, who cares? I really, don't, I really don't give a shit. 
Not to say that this was a, a guy was a bad actor, because he's a great actor in Game of Thrones, but Peter Dinklage, when he did the voice acting for the ghost in Destiny, okay, I'm using him as an example. Like, it just didn't feel right, right? It just felt bad, right? And they had to recast it, and they recast Nolan North, and now the ghost feels a little bit more well-flushed out, and it feels like a... So there's a difference between... You could be a great actor, but there's great voice actors, right? And the voice actors were getting... Um, they were working too hard, right? Like, Nolan North works on everything. Everything known to fucking man he works on, okay? If there's a voice, male voice in a, in a video game, he's usually the, the main voice, okay? So they were doing long hours. They were getting injured because they, they talk all the time, right? So they were getting injured, and they were not getting compensated and stuff like that. So this is why they went on strike, to get better conditions for, for voice actors, not working as long as hours and stuff like that. So what we're going to see is... Early 2000 or early 2018, late 2017, games are going to come out. You're going to hear people talking, and they're going to say the line. They're going to say it as good as I do. Oh, watch out! Here comes a dragon. Do you know what I mean? Like, because there's no we walk on the hive, right? right. We walk on the hive. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be bad, right? It's just gonna be bad, and you might not notice it right off the bat, but then you'll be like, think about it. Just think about it for one second. Destiny Two could be affected by this. Destiny 2 could be affected by this because Nolan North has to go on strike. Destiny 2 could be affected by a lot of stuff no, listen to me. voice listen, listen to me. Nolan North has to go on strike. He's part of SAG and AFTRA, okay? Who's part of the voice acting community, okay? If you're part of this, you have to go on strike. Otherwise, you're, you're shunned. You can't, you can't take work. So, if Destiny is in the, in the platform right now, let's say they're doing the voiceover stuff for Destiny 2, like right now, or the next couple months, okay? And they don't figure this strike out, you could have a really bad voice acting happening in Destiny 2. So much so that you're going to get lines like this. I'm not speaking anymore, and I can't tell you why. And that's, that's all you're going to hear because they don't want to pay any more voice actors. And you're going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? And they're going to be like, read the Grimoire cards. Okay, and that's what's going to happen. And that's what could happen. Destiny 2 could be affected by this, could hurt the game based on the voice acting. And right now, some of the voice acting in the game is top-notch. Right? They have some top-notch actors. Every single voice actor in Destiny right now is part of SAG, okay, is part of Astra, okay, so they're all on strike right now. They cannot do voiceover work for any video games, any video games, okay, so this is going to be huge if they don't figure it out soon, all right, great, it could take a year, it could take a year, because when I went on strike, we went on strike back in 2007, okay, uh, there was a writer strike and there was a there was a camera strike. Our strike lasted three months. They figured out pretty fucking fast that you need camera people to film stuff with. They actually because they would just take Joe Schmo, give him a camera, and then he would film stuff. And they're like, this looks like shit. Yeah, because you just paid the intern a hundred dollars to go do it, where we get paid a lot more because we're professionals at what we do, right? So you have to go on strike. You have to go on strike if you're a part of these organizations and these unions and stuff. So yeah, job opening. You could take the job, but you're not. Once they come out of strike you're not part of it again. They would make you go into the the union, okay? So if you take a job when the unions are on strike, first off, the unions probably won't invite you in because they're on strike for a reason, and now you took a job because they're on strike. So if you now took that job, got that job, and then try to apply for the union job later, they would look down at you and go, oh, I'm sorry, your application is denied, okay? And you'd be like, well, what did I do? You literally shat on our plate when we were on strike, right? We went up to go to the restroom. We came back. You shat on our plate, okay? You're not supposed to do that. So 
there's no job over. Yeah, you don't want to be a scab either. You do not want to be one of the people that are part of the actual union and go, you know what? I really need the money this month because everyone thinks they make a gajillion dollars. And they make it all the time. No, you get paid and you don't get paid for six months sometimes uh, or three months for, for pay. So if, you, if you're a person that's in the union and then you leave to, to go to work, you're a scab and you're blacklisted. You're done. You basically did career suicide because you needed that extra money. So, again, this is huge on that end. And us as gamers don't really realize it. And I can kind of tell you how it works because I'm, I was in the union. I was in the movie industry. Uh, so I could tell you a little bit about that. Uh, so, yeah. Hopefully they figure this out fast. And hopefully it's not affecting any games that are in the last end of production for voiceovers. Um, because it's just not like last day before the disc gets printed. They're not like, hey, uh, come on in the studio because they couldn't do that because the reason they're on strike is because working insane hours, right? So they can't really bring them in to do a 24-hour session just so they can get it out in time. So they have to actually... So, yeah, so that's it for that. Um, there's eight minutes left in the show. If you guys have any questions, you can pop it in chat. You can pop it into uh, to Twitter, wherever you would like to uh, to ask a question. Please do. Uh, with gaming, obviously, we're not asking like, "Well, what's your favorite drink?" I like tea. <laughs> what's up, <guys? clears throat> uh, G Snail? Um, I worked on a bunch of different stuff, uh, like questions like that. I won't answer that here, um, but I worked on a bunch of different stuff. <clears throat> yeah, in 40 minutes, uh, PTFO, guys. PTFO. Um, so, any questions? If not, we're just going to kind of uh, end the show. What's your favorite? Oh, drink. Ne never mind. <laughs> so, you could follow us. You could follow Sarge on Twitter at Sarge McCluskey. You could follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You could follow the show at Jen underscore Gaming on Twitter. Uh, I put up gaming news all week long, or I try to anyway. Um, so you can follow us there. You can find us here every single week at twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming, where Generation X Gaming is live every week at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then you can also watch the past broadcast on YouTube and listen to on iTunes down the road. Down the road. I'm trying to get them all up this weekend. So. To answer to answer King's question, one of the, one of my favorite moments that happens pretty it doesn't happen often, but it happens frequent, is when you have multiple squads in close proximity and it becomes a melee war, oh, where yeah. where just, one guy's just, hitting one guy, another guy's hitting the other guy, one guy yeah. stabs the other guy, like it's like you're in the real war, like it's 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 gruesome and fun at the same time. It's it's just mind boggling. That's that's one of the best parts. My favorite time i would say there's been a couple of moments like i have a funny moments like i'm in a plane and then all of a sudden i i try to do something and i I went from the pilot seat to the the back seat and I, the plane was just going <laughs> right? and i was trying to shoot the plane behind me and then i i couldn't bail out in time and then another time i was trying to figure out how to switch guns in the airplane and instead of hitting y i hit uh x and i bailed out and i didn't open my parachute and i died uh and then yesterday was my favorite moment is when we attacked A on the desert map and we held that point with four of us in the bunker. That wasn't the desert map. Was, that was yeah, uh, no, it was. It was, it was. it was where the fort was. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was the desert map with the fort. I don't know the name of it. 
but we were in the desert map with the fort, and we were in the, in the AA gun on A, closest to their territory. And I actually, you know what? I actually, I think I could bring it up. I can bring it up. Let's, uh, let's uh, stall some time, people. Stall some time so I can, I can find it. What the fuck is this? I gotta... Okay. Find me out of Twitch. Fantastic. What is this? I need a token? Okay. It kicked me out of my own Twitch. Fantastic. Fantastico. Fantastico. Okay. Let me find yesterday's thing. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Video manager. What, what thing? When we were fighting inside the bunker. He says it's Fao's fortress. Fao's. Fao's. Fao. Is that I gotta, Chinese? I, I got to remember what time frame it was at, though. Let me see. Fifteen one with the tiny tank. That, that's ridiculous. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think the tanks. The, the tiny tank is. Listen, the tiny tank is cool, but if you run into a group of you know just a couple, just a couple of salt guys, the tiny tank's done. But still, if it's the little Frenchy tank. Yeah, I, it's 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 a very fun tank to drive around in. Oh no, that's it. Did we do? Did we do that what, forest board after? It was that was after. What I what I'm trying to what I'm trying to stress to the people that don't ever play the allies enough, you have to understand that the the tank that they use does not have a forward firing cannon like you think it does. Right, it's got, it's a, got machine a machine gun. gun. Two cannons are on the side, so I'm gonna let you know this now. As the driver of that tank, if you are facing the German tank, you have to angle yourself one way and then the other way right. to allow both of your guys to fire dead ahead. Otherwise, it's pointless. Okay, he's going to outshell you because his gun is bigger than yours. Okay, so meaning that if you're like this, you have to angle just a little bit this way and just to angle a little bit this way, just so both cannons can fire on the German tank. For God's sakes, stop running up into him thinking you are going to win because now there's no chance that those forward firing guns are going to be able to make the angle to hit him at all. Okay, for God's sakes, people. Learn. I can't. I Learn. can't. What time frame was that at? Was it in the in the beginning of the of the match? I think it was in the beginning. Let's see. No, that's not it. Oh man, I really want to find this. This is a great stand. A great stand. Here, I like doing this stuff too, though. Here, I'll show I'll show uh, this clip where we're inside E on the the forest one. Yeah, listen, the arty truck, I don't think it's OP. It's an artillery truck. I don't think it's OP. It's very, very weak. You're not supposed to drive it into somebody and then use the cannon, jump into the cannon, and fire it at guys at close range. It's an artillery truck. I get it. It does not need a nerf. Stop it. It does not need a nerf. As soon as you see one coming, you just start shooting at it. You, just, you don't have to wait for a, a tank to come over or a grenade guy. You just start shooting at it. it it'll blow up. Right. It, I promise you. It's weak. It does not need a nerf. It's artillery. It, World War One was about artillery. As a matter of fact, I don't like all these artillery pieces I keep seeing that I can't fire. Right. <laughs> like hey. There's a whole fortress with artillery guns and nobody can fire them because there's just the, the, uh, the, the field guns. That's all I have is some of the field guns. I'm like, no, no. 
Let me fire the artillery. At least one or two pieces should be active. You know, let somebody be on one. I can't find that clip, uh, Cabbage, where that blimp falls, and I just watch it fall, where we almost get killed. That was amazing. That was, uh... Was it the last match we did? Or second to last match? I forget what board that was on. I forget. I can't find it. What's the difference between Xbox One and Xbox One Elite? Like, the system? The system? Xbox One, um, well, Xbox One S, you're talking about, I'm assuming. I don't know if he's talking about, I don't think he's talking about the Elite. What, what's the Elite? Uh, that's what he says. The Xbox, the Xbox One Elite is, is the S, I'm assuming, is that what you're talking about. Yeah, you see it. yeah. yeah the S has got 4K, yeah. It's got uh, 4K four ability. Ability, right. It up-converts. 4K ability. It, it, up, uh, it up-converts to, to 4K. So in this, in this clip, our squad goes into this uh, to E because no one's capturing anything. No, I didn't find I didn't find the A one. I don't know. Oh, you know what? It's on a different. I know why because our stream got broken up into two. It, it got broken up into two. So hold on. I apologize. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, That's it's right. my, my my capture card broke, and I, I had to break it up into two things. Nope, that's not it either. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. Your stream crash, remember? Is this it? Did it do it twice, three times? Jesus Christ. So what's, what happens now? Tuesday, Titanfall comes out, right? Titanfall comes out. I didn't really want to talk about it because... I'm just saying, it comes out Tuesday. Yeah, we don't really play it. I'm not playing it. I didn't like the alpha test. I'm not a big fan. Um... I know there's people that are a big fan. All right, where is this fucking thing? Is Tally talking to somebody? I'm reading back on the text. I don't, I don't know who she's talking about. Or what? I don't know. What's the limit? I'm looking back. What's the limit? Who who crossed the line? Uh, probably asking if I worked in porn. Because I think that's what she's confirming. To While me. we're waiting, do you seriously wake up with your hair that nice? Um, with little, <laughs> I, with, with little, with little I have left. I can't uh, find it, guys. You know, all I can say is this. I had very, 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 very straight hair. As in, like, a bowl cut without the bowl. Like, I, that's how my hair grew. My hair grew like a bowl. So for about, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years, I have constantly combed my hair back like a girl, like constantly going like this. And now it just kind of stays that way. So like a girl. So now it stays that way. I don't know what to tell you. There's no product in here. That's just regular hair. There's no product. Yeah, I can't find it. Uh, I'm going to make a highlight reel. Um, and I asked you guys, if you guys come into my stream, and that even includes this, we said something funny. Um, if you can clip something, if you guys make a clip, you can send it to my email address, x 30 instillgaming at gmail.com. Um, and I'm going to take a bunch of clips submitted by people, and I'm going to put them together, and we're going to put that on YouTube, and just funny moments. Just funny oh, moments. Oh, you, know you know what we can finish on? You need to finish on the, that Destiny Halloween thing. That's what you need to finish on. Destiny Halloween thing? Yeah, the the little the thing you sent me, of the dancing guys that they, they did oh, the little show. you know what? We can yeah, do that. We can that's, do that. That's what we're going to finish on. Maybe. we got to finish on that. This is basically, this is what you can now do in Destiny, since there's nothing to do. I think this, is, to... I, I think this is cool. Um, it is cool. Yeah. It is cool. Let's see, uh, history. 
Yeah, this is actually good, and I'll actually play the music because it, it, it needs to be played. Um, yeah, here it is. This is uh, these guys make the dance videos all the time on uh, on YouTube. Here we go. Ooh. I'm gonna bring this up. It's gonna be full screen so they can see it. Well, then we gotta shut that off. There it is. Watch this, guys. This is this is pretty cool. Yeah, this is the husky raid. These guys, these guys do a nice job, man. This is this is what you do when there's nothing else to do. Yeah, this is this is this is really good stuff. I, because of my background, I know what they do here. It, they made it look fucking easy. But to think about the setup for this is very impressive, and they do very good cuts. Uh, my favorite cut is when he does the, the Blade Dancer. Is, is a really cool thing. To do stuff like this, these guys are very talented, especially doing Machinima. You know, in a, in a game where... It's not easy to do, you know what I mean? It's not meant to be like Halo Movie Player or, or GTA. These guys are taking the tools that they have provided to them and then do all this stuff. Meaning they had to purchase the emotes to do some of these things. They know what music they're playing and using and set it up. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. Where they do all this, of like who comes out when? They did. They did really good, man. They did an awesome job. <laughs> the grisly goons from every tomb. This is great. Where they they they're they're doing shade steps past the thing. They all have taken outfits on. I'm going to lower the music just a little bit. The only thing I, I wish they did was... was do the glitch where you don't hold a gun. So it was just a clear screen, but... I get it. Yeah, if they, if they did that glitch, that'd be perfect. I mean, choreographing this is fucking insane. They did an awesome job. Oh, easy. Easy hours. Hours. This is my favorite right here. That is the coolest thing. Now, that right there was a really good edit. Where the blade dancer goes up and does that. That's an edit. Beautifully done.
<laughs> I love it. I I love stuff like this when people do that. Sarge is dancing, but you can't see him. There you go. <laughs> Sarge is a little bit behind. He hasn't got to the slow part yet. Right. Finally, a use for hard light. <laughs> now, this is a cool part coming up. This part right here is good. Beautifully done. Yeah, so if you guys think that is freaking amazing, uh, go give these guys a follow. They're Husky Raid uh, on YouTube. They It's been watched 357,000 times, and they have 79,000 subscribers. Again, go to their section, hit that uh, subscribe button, follow, whatever, like, uh, and leave a comment. Go, hey, saw you guys on this podcast, Generation X Gaming, and uh, maybe they'll get the word out, all right? Because... We love promoting stuff like that. I love Destiny. I love creative people. Uh, so I love I love showing stuff like that. That took hours, hours. But that, hours. That last section where they're doing that spin around the camera and they're changing from from one section of the the raid to the next section of the raid to the next. Awesome, absolutely awesome. And that'll do it for our show. So. Generation X Gaming is the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, we're here every single week. Sarge McCluskey, follow him on Twitter. Follow me on 30 and Still Gaming. I appreciate every single one of you if you hit that follow button or not. Uh, love you all. Much love. And I'll see you in about 30 minutes when we do uh, uh, Battlefield 1. So, see you then. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.